Important information. Super highway. Yes, super highway. Ooh ah, ooh ah, bah. You know when you do like a live uh, version of a song and then like you make it just a little bit different, a little bit quirky. That's what that is. Every time it's a little bit different. I think that was that. That was that was the live version of it. That was the ooh up boo up version of the Ministry of Slam is live on the Information Superhighway. Hey, so mate, people, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, with just so much stuff going on this week. There's it's, a lot of bits um, and bobs happening right now. I'm just trying to do, do some stuff. Princess Macat, so, hello. To talk to uh, to talk to everyone uh, about what if they tuned in a little bit earlier tonight. We were advised one of the things because we, we've made some changes with uh, what we're what we're doing with Twitch, and we're going to mm. talk about that in a minute. Yeah, uh, I'm going to leave that to you, Lawrence, because you're the pro on that side of stuff. But they recommend yeah, we're literally pro now, Lee. We are pro. We're both we pro, are, actually. We're professionals. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> Fuck it uh, <laughs> we were told we were told to have uh, to to go on live ten minutes early and have a ten minute countdown clock, which is what we did. We've got that on. And um, we right. thought, yeah, instead of just having the random music playing for 10 minutes, we'd like stick some interview stuff in there. So uh, some of our old interviews, clips from. So we had Michael Cole, we had Chris Jericho, Rob Van Dam, Ric Flair, Stone Cold Steve Austin. The Nasty Boys. The Nasty Boys and Rowdy Roddy Piper. Wow. What rest of so, show did you get all those guys in, in one interview segment? Amazingly. So tune in live, exactly. listeners. Make that's sure before you even live. started. You know, so that's unbelievable. Before we've started, we've peaked. You know Quick. Let's come back <laughs> next week. Yeah, seven oh three, and we're going downhill from now. Done, mate. We're done. It's oh my god. <laughs> Basically, I've got to update everyone how we're going right now. Normally, I have kind of bananas and coffee well before, like twenty fifteen or fifteen minutes before. But my schedule's yeah. been completely knocked out of whack by putting going live ten minutes before. So I'm fe- I'm theorizing science right now that the coffee and banana infusion that then gets oh. through my veins and then brings me up to levels of bananasness. Bananasness. Uh, <laughs> well, will happen about five minutes late. So you guys wait. I'll, I'll let you know. You can probably see it in my eyes. And oh, Lee, talk about what? interviews before we continue right now, guys. Listeners on the podcast, listeners all over. Oh. We have got the most special interview ever on the Ministry of Slam tonight. The best it's interview amazing. we've ever, ever had, guys. Now, I haven't even heard it because I want to hear it streamed live. We've had Rick Flair. We've had. Jericho. We've had all these people from all over, famous wrestlers all over the world, you know, uh, China and stuff. People, other people, ladies and gentlemen, we've got the most important person we've ever had on Ministry of Slam. My granny! My granny is going to be live, pre-recorded, on Ministry of Slam! Oh my goodness, my granny's called on Ministry of Slam tonight, get ready! So, live, brackets, pre-recorded. <laughs> live, pre-recorded, my granny. It's going to be amazing. I can't believe it. So um, get ready, guys. It's going to be exciting. My granny is going to be pre-recorded on Ministry of Slam. So it's very exciting, Lee. And what's she going to be talking about, Lawrence? She's going to be talking about her favourite British wrestler, Lee. Wow. And why is she doing that? Because that's what we're talking about, Lee. (laughs) We're going to be talking about our favourite British wrestlers because... Hang on. Done. Oh, wow. Seat was down. That was nearly at ruin for the first five minutes of the show. Um, Because our MOS Arena match this week we're not going to say who's in it just yet, but it's the, it's the Battle of Britain. We're going to be determining oh my who goodness. the best wrestler, best British wrestler of all time is. Well, look, let me just say, uh, that game has, it rates the, it rates the matches on 100%. So, like, it rates the match. The game isn't about really playing the game. It's about simulating the wrestling matches. And yeah. this match we had tonight in the Ministry of Slam Arena gets 100%. And someone dies! Someone dies in the Someone match. literally dies in it's, the ring. Uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So get ready it's... for the Ministry of Slam Arena coming up later. And podcast listeners, you can check this out on Tuesday. But oh my God, someone literally, no shit, dies 
during the match and it's the someone battle of does die and you know we don't pay a lot to the people in the ministry of slam arena normally if something happened fatality in the ring you'd get the medical physicians in to load them onto a stretcher get them out whatever we forgot about that so this person who dies in the match stays in the ring dead for what second half of the match probably all of the match pretty much Lee. <laughs> i can't believe it um, it was incredible so yeah i mean pretty crazy uh check it out a little bit later on it's yeah. the battle of britain and uh yeah there's this eight really person and stuff. it's a hundred percent rated match so that never happens on that game it's really hard to get it's the best match we've ever had just it saying is, it is. big well bets we can either but well, we need to decide in the chat room who dies or who wins <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate loser it sounds the like a ultimate... james bond film yes <laughs> who mr wins bond who no, i think i look guys I've, i think it's happened the banana and coffee infusion has happened right now i told you it'd be about five minutes it it's sound happened like, it's sounds happened. like a wedding band Woo! it's happened good evening ladies and gentlemen we are the banana coffee infusion we're going to be, be uh, if you had a, the dance floor this evening. if you had a band called the banana and coffee infusion <laughs> i'd love that band oh who have you got for your wedding i've got the banana and coffee infusion <laughs> Five, five piece trademark band. that please that'd be the best band name ever banana, banana and coffee, coffee infusion wow like meryl yeah. should we call our band the banana and coffee infusion yes, <laughs> okay change, we'll it now. change it now or we just call it the album food of vegas next album banana and coffee infusion doesn't work the band needs to be called banana and coffee infusion yeah and the album should be the called band, peeled peeled, peeled and grinded I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, so before we continue, Lawrence, with uh, Mr. Price's favorite segment and tell you how we can uh, check out all of us on uh, social media and all that kind of stuff. We've had some big stuff happen. this. We've week. had. And, uh, you know, we, we announced it or you announced it, I should say, a little bit earlier this afternoon. Some big news for us. And it's going to mean some big things. Tell us what's happening, Lawrence. You Ladies and gentlemen, all over the Information Zoom Highway, the Ministry of Slam, we've been signed. We've been signed. We've been signed. We've been signed by Twitch. We really? have been signed by Twitch. Yeah, by the for this uh, Twitch Sports Accelerator program. So, which means basically, guys, we need to basically we have uh, signed a contract saying that there will be twenty hours within a month of sports content from this channel, streaming sports stuff, sports being us now, right now, talking about Ministry yeah. of Slam or wrestling. That's what we're doing now, like literally. Talk about Ministry of Slam, live, wrestling, anything. Like 20, 20 hours a month we need to do. which And that means, because of this contract, we have been monetized. We get paid by Twitch to do that. Not, not a massive amount of money. But what can it turn into? Uh, YouTube, no, YouTube is happening ahead of still, just not the live show replay will not be on youtube so yeah uh so sports yeah they count pro wrestling that is literally one of the things it i ticked sports. <laughs> so um we've been signed by twitch and basically oh my god what's happening hey bon. oh she hasn't been on the show for ages she's excited no. so um basically we've been signed we do 20 hours a month so get ready guys it starts on july this is the first one in theory uh do you want to come up okay hang on sorry the big announcement's been spoiled by cat cats rule the world here we go so um we've been signed by twitch we need to do 20 hours a month of of content from on the uh, sports content and that also means so guys what it also happens is and it's really cool and it will help open up doors for lee and me and it's not really of any, any expense basically every 1000 minutes of view time we get we get a bit of uh, extra beans from twitch that's well. cool, isn't it? Minutes, not not hours. I was on Trovo, which was another streaming service uh, last year, and it went up all the time. That was hours. You had to do a thousand hours. It's a thousand crazy. minutes we get. So in theory, if we have 
If we do two hours of a stream, that's uh, uh, 120 minutes, 10 of you in here. That's 1,200 minutes. <laughs> maths. Ma that's maths. maths. So, that maths. so basically, we've been we've been signed to Twitch. So what that means for the show, isn't it, Lee? The, the, the VOD will be on Twitch. You can watch the VOD of the Ministry of Islam on Twitch. Exactly. So if you want to check out, um, I mean, this obviously, if you're watching us live now, you're obviously watching us on Twitch anyway. Um, if you are not watching us and you're listening to the podcast, then what I'd say is go over to Twitch rather than our YouTube channel to check out uh, the the on-demand show if you want to watch the yes. video version of the show. Everything else remains the same. We're still going to be putting clips of the show on YouTube. We're still going to have stuff like Cross the Line and um, other bits and pieces on, uh, on YouTube as well. So, yeah, the arena will still be on YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's going to be And other cool. stuff. Car boot. And other stuff. Car boot. Car boot. Bon We're thing. waiting for that. We're waiting for that. I don't know when... When are we... Um, when did the car boot things open? I'm not again? sure. Can, is it going to be like... The car boot things are exciting. Um, yeah. It's going to be good. We get a car boot trip and go to the toy shop trip. And I think yeah. rewatches does count, Barracles. So, yes, rewatches of the show does count. So, but basically, yeah. So we And the main thing, well, not so much, it's not... Let's just say it's not really about the uh, monetization. That's going to help Lee and me be able to do other stuff, pay for new things, get things done. Maybe if we you know if there's a time we could take a day off and doing more stuff. It's like that sort of thing, isn't it, Lee? That opens oh, up... Oh, yeah that that basically opens up doors for that that's not what it's about twitch are going to promote us and feature the channel when we're doing sports streams so that's pretty crazy that's hey mel how are you doing get our oh, mel's here great mel mel's going to be on the show lee mel does unexplained possibilities it's an amazing podcast unexplained possibilities Islam is full of unexplained possibilities yeah so mel will be on the show one day closer to halloween i think this is a, a thing we've been discussing but oh beanie's here so basically yes yeah, so this means guys so um What's going to happen is Twitch will be promoting us. So it's going to help the discoverability of Ministry of Islam and we'll get more members of the Ministry of Islam army. And uh, thank you everyone who's helped us this last six months. I think it's about six months and one week or something. We've been back doing Ministry of Islam. Six months and one week. That's mental, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah, it's great. So thank you, everyone. It's not really about the, the beans. It's more about the promotion and helping open our doors to do more promotion, isn't it, Lee? I enjoy that very much. It's it's uh, so difficult in this day and age with everyone having their own little platform and and you know where do you advertise? It's crazy. Yes. But um, yeah, it's good to uh, good good that Twitch themselves are going to be promoting us. Whatever we've got to do, we'll jump through a few hoops. But it'll be cool. It's really good. I'm quite excited about it, Lee. It's quite good getting promoted on Twitch. So it's very exciting times, isn't it? Thank you, and, everyone, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, everyone. And this morning, um, I got really well, not bored, but I decided that i didn't like the ministry of slam or the mos network logo so i redesigned Lee that. changed it again so yeah i did so uh, you'll see um that popping up every so often you'll probably if you're on twitch at the moment you'll see it in the uh uh profile little profile thing. picture yeah, it's very absolutely. exciting and it, it's good i mean l l let's be honest <laughs> Lee and me when we started doing this we thought we'd just do one once and one a month we're doing it every week now doing loads <laughs> of stuff but we keep saying it's great and we love it it's not that's not a problem and now with this is that another door's opened we're often in the top 50 of the wrestling podcast chart we were there again this week it's going yep. great and we love it and we appreciate you guys helping us love it so thank you everyone Absolutely. and um there we go that thank was some you. exciting Absolutely. news for us and um thank you very much everybody thank you appreciate all the support you've had it's only been six months and we're starting to uh yeah we're branching out it's going to be good it's going to be amazing and to have someone like twitch themselves reach out to us and offer us that i wonder yeah they literally came to us uh, i wonder if we reviewed mighty ducks does that count as sports it is sports. What about Cobra Kai? <gasps> that's karate. So that's sports. Um, that is that good. is sports, isn't it? Cobra Kai is sports. Is there any sport? Uh, if you if we wait until the next Star Wars series is on, 
Uh, we could do that, and it could be like pod racing is a sport. So we could kind we could of talk about anything. You could do Tampa Bay streams, Lee. Yeah, I could do. I'm thinking. I was thinking about that today, actually. Um, yeah, playing. And now you know, games, ga- gaming of sports games doesn't count. So yeah, yeah, unfortunately but, not. There we go. That's Ministry it. Wrestle Arena. We can get away with it because we're not playing it. We're just simulating, simulating it. Simulating and, uh, it. it, it, it that, yeah, those watch minutes will probably stop, and then it starts again. So, but it's fun. Yeah. So there we go. That's uh, Gilmore Girls' sport. Good. Baywatch is sport. It's Baywatch surfing. Is sport, yeah. and... <laughs> Could do yeah. that again. So there we go. Nice one. Thank you, guys. And there we go. Amazing. And now so, the big news is hiatus. Yeah, no. no. Um, so uh, Twitch, if you want to check us out on Twitch, if you're listening to us on the podcast, head on over to twitch.tv forward slash the MOS network. Uh, YouTube, same old, same old. YouTube.com, the MOS network. Yep. Facebook.com, guess what? The MOS network. Twitter, we are at the MOS Network and at Ministry of Slam as well. And uh, if you want to check us out on the podcast, if you are watching us on uh, Twitch on the replay right now, or if you're watching us live, you can um, you can check it out on all major podcast platforms. We are on Spotify. We're on iTunes, not iTunes, Apple Podcasts. We're on all of them. And we're on TikTok. And- we haven't TikTok in a week, but... <laughs> I mean, I don't think we're we're young enough. No, we are, mate. Don't say that. I hope I'm old before I die. That's no, that's the wrong words. No, uh, Brian, no, that's Rob Williams. Uh, Eighteen till I die. Brian, oh, we just need to think like Brian Adams. Old, just older. Brian Adams. That's what for, I was thinking. Uh, Eighteen till I die. That's what that song. So okay. we need to think like Brian Adams. That song's like thirty years old. So maybe we're showing our age. Do you think Brian Adams still thinks he's eighteen? Uh, I mean, he definitely doesn't look eighteen. He didn't look. He didn't look eighteen when he was eighteen. No, no, he looks really old, doesn't he? For what he, he is. He, yeah, he does. Oh, Brian Adams, summer of sixty-nine. Like, he always sings songs about numbers. Weird. Now it's time for wrestling news. It is time for wrestling news. <laughs> Let's go. Checking the talk. It is the news. Yeah, time for wrestling news. Wrestling, wrestling news is starting, Lee. It's time. I would say uk. Check that out and you go on the Discord. You can. Anyway, uh, this is the news. So, big news this week. We have um, a total of 12 talents have been let go by the WWE on Friday wow. due to budget reasons. Budget and reasons. two of the big budget ones. Budget reasons. They've got loads uh, of money. I know. I know. Crazy. Um, absolutely crazy. So uh, two of the two of the scary ones. Um, so first of all, Fandango, real name Curtis Hussey, Curtis Hussey, uh, Hussey. has announced his departure from the WWE through a tweet on Friday afternoon. He'd been with the company since 2006 under a developmental wow. deal and uh, uh, joined the main roster and defeated Chris Jericho at WrestleMania 29. If you remember, Amazing. just after that, there was the movement to try and get Fandango's theme into the top ten. Did it get in the charts over here? It, yeah, definitely made it into Fuck the charts. Now. That was crazy. Um, uh, but it didn't quite get to number one. Uh, his real claim to fame came as part of the Brazango tag team uh, alongside Tyler Breeze. And Tyler Breeze was released uh, as well, was he? He was also oh, my released. Goodness. I know. He went back uh, to 2010 where he made wow. his debut for FCW and then made his NXT debut in 2012, jumped to the senior roster in 2015. So I don't think there's, um, you know, it's a bit weird because they haven't really used them, have they? No, they came back to NXT for a little bit, didn't they? Yeah, um, Tyler Breeze with his sort of dark, short hair. And I saw him, they're, they're doing this um, top 50 wrestling tag teams thing Yeah, on uh, on the network, and they're the hosts of that. Oh, really? And they were really entertaining. They look really cool. And then, oh, bye. Oh, mate. That's poor poor um, Breezango. Were they any good? Did we really like him? Let's be honest. I, Was it a reason to watch wrestling? No. Probably not. 
But they were entertaining. That's the thing. And they're probably minted. So. Yeah, true. They've been there um, for ages. Next people who are released, Sunil Singh and Samir Singh, who formed the Bollywood Boys, uh, both released by the company. Um, on the main roster, they were on 2000, uh, 2005, 205 Live, as well as SmackDown. They were, they were tag champions, Brizango. They just beat Imperium. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Wow. Um, so they, yeah. Uh, in addition, Killian Dane, also released by the company. Uh, Dane, who's been with the company since 2016, started off on NXT, then moved over to SmackDown as part of Sanity. Went back to NXT in 2019 and is married to Nikki Cross. The superhero Nikki there. Cross. That's mental, isn't it? it oh, reminded that, me like, that was so rubbish. Yeah. Oh, man. That was terrible. Uh, so, But he tweeted, didn't he? So she's been thinking about this for ages, this, this character. Yeah. Um, so get, go along with it. Um, yeah. So yeah, she, she basically, you're Killian Dane, fired. But while Nikki Cross becomes a superhero. It's crazy, isn't it? absolutely crazy hmm. uh on the women's side of things marina shafir has been released she'd been with the company since 2018 and made her debut at evolution in october of that year uh chase parker and matt martell of ever rise have been let go they were signed in by wwe in 2019 and they stayed on nxt aria davari tony nice um both on 205 live they've uh they've gone and arturo rias ruas who'd been signed by the wwe since 2015 uh was let go he had a brief stint on raw underground last year and kurt stallion also part of the cuts kurt stallion why, why is someone called kurt stallion not main event in wrestlemania i agree why is kurt stallion not main event that's amazing they hi i'm just any, but look, look look let's be honest kurt stallion doesn't <laughs> have to do wrestling ever again he just has to go anywhere and go hello go hi i'm kurt stallion <laughs> and then people will just give him stuff for free give him oh, money oh my god here have some money you're kurt you're kurt stallion have this Kurt uh, have my baby great name it's a great name isn't it it's amazing should we, should we try and get, reach out to kurt stallion and get him on he's gonna have a really it will probably get pregnant <laughs> don't i want i want to be got made pregnant by kurt stallion that's a t-shirt <laughs> that's an amazing name kurt stallion wow stallion i wonder what his name is can we can we google find out what his real name is kurt i'm doing this live kurt stallion Arturo Raw Underground. Uh, we never got to talk about that, did we, on the show? No. Good. Hmm. Um, so, Kurt Stallion's real name, I told you it was going to be disappointing, Cameron Rogers. Ah, oh, what? Oh, That's I rubbish. Thought, I thought Kurt Stallion was his real name. Yeah, Kurt Stallion, unfortunately. No, he must always be called Kurt Stallion. He should speak to WWE, buy the name off of him so he can wander around. That's an amazing name, saying, Kurt Stallion. Hi, I'm Kurt Stallion. Yeah, definitely. Wow. <laughs> oh, love it. Cool. Uh, uh, Mr. Priceless says uh, all, also August Grey 2 and Tino Sabatelli was fired. I thought Tino Sabatelli went a while ago. Could be wrong. Okay. Wow. There's a lot of firings. You sounded like Owen Wilson then. Yeah. When there is. Like, wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> there is loads of firings. Goodness me. They're all fired. Yeah. Fired. That's... Fired. Oh, it's closed. I don't know. There's been loads this year, hasn't there? So many people. No, it's been a lot, but again, you know, it's people like, um, you know, your Daniel Bryans and your Samoa Joe. I mean, Joe's back. Uh, Alistair Black, that's the next big one, really, we're waiting for, isn't it? I and think... Braun. Oh, Braun Strowman, yeah. Bryan. Yeah, Daniel Bryan. That's exciting. Mm, big time. But do you know what? Do you know why they were all fired? Do you know the reason behind it? No. They needed to free up some funds because 
On Wednesday night's edition of The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, John Cena confirmed he will be returning to the WWE. Wow. He says, uh, those rumors are true. I'll definitely be back to the WWE. I just don't know when. Cena then went on to say he's not had his last match and that he can't wait to have his next one. Uh, Fallon and Cena then discussed the upcoming movies that Cena has coming out. Blah, 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 blah. Um, the opportunities I've said before. Wow. The main event rumored to be at this year's SummerSlam is Cena uh versus universal champion roman reigns and uh due to take place at allegiance stadium in uh, las vegas wow so if cena goes against reigns and reigns wins that's incredible reigns is such a badass yeah isn't he reigns is is the ultimate badass on telly i have absolutely absolutely everyone loves roman reigns and um you know do you know i when cena was in his prime and he was um you know, doing his thing every single week, and we were sick of him beating everyone and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was a bit annoying, but um, you know, I it'd be nice having him back just for a little while. Not you that's, know, that's the weird thing. Time. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Everyone wants to see John Cena back. Everyone booed him and hated him, and then when he comes back, everyone's like, "Oh my god, John Cena! It's going to yeah. be great." They would love it. I guarantee they they'll love it. Everyone will really enjoy it. They won't be like, "Cena sucks." I think they will, but it'll be like the angle sucks thing. Like you suck. it well. everyone will say everyone sings that, and he just loves it and gets on board with it because they don't really hate him. What um who what character is he playing in Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad. There's a there's a there's a HBO Max series coming out of that. He's doing a HBO Max series of that character. Okay, live googling once Separate. again. Separate. I don't know. It's like yeah, because that's why he probably can't wrestle too much because of that. Yeah, someone will like break him in half or something mm. right here we go uh no i don't want that acting career film right let's have a look uh oh he was cast for an undisclosed role in james gunn's the suicide squad a role originally intended for dave batista right oh pe- peacemaker there you go thanks Steffi. thanks Barry. Oh, okay. Peacemaker. So there's a peacemaker series coming out on, on hbo max so that's better well. than um that's so we are actually better than wikipedia i think i think they filmed it and stuff as well i think it's been filmed right now so it's already been done yeah yeah absolutely so good yeah john cena is coming back we're excited about it um so some sad news uh super genie melissa coates has passed away at age 50 uh during her pro wrestling career it's not the biggest name but um uh, she she appeared at the 2005 backlash pay-per-view where she attempted to break out of chris masters master lock challenge uh in 20 in 2014 uh coates began managing sabu under the name of super genie she made appearance with sabu in impact wrestling as well as several other promotions in addition to wwe and impact wrestling Coates also appeared in NWA Anarchy and other various independent promotions. Wow, 50 and still working. So she was 44 working in in wrestling. You don't get a lot of women in in their 40s wrestling in in wrestling, do you? Not too many. Not too many. Apart from AJ Styles, who is like. I suppose he does look like a soccer mum. Yeah, he does. He Mm. does. My hair's going to be like soon. It is. I can't wait. (laughs) They'll have to stop wearing the hat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now we're kind Thank of you, dropping uh, over a, another story that we had, we kind of broke last week. A, a GoFundMe campaign has been launched to assist former TNA Impact Wrestling announcer Don West for financial expenses for his treatment of a brain lymphoma. Uh, West revealed his diagnosis back on June 15th. Uh, he indicated he would begin his treatment immediately. He worked from TNA from 2002 to 2012 and then returned from in 2017. Um, so you can go to go for, uh, it's kind of i tell you what i'm going to stick it in the chat uh if anyone can go and help don west uh by donating any money it would be greatly appreciated and there we go 
Uh, I've just stuck the link in the chat. Nice one, Lee. To, uh, to, Get to well soon, on. Don West. Absolutely. Uh, Sethi uh, says apparently the writer who knows nothing about wrestling was released as well. That's true. Did you see that going around? Yeah, week? he said they don't have to know wrestling. That's weird. It's like, hmm. yeah, so, some guy who who's uh, some big black guy is the champion. His name is Bobby Ashley or something like that. That's yeah, that's weird. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's not that, that. That kind of goes down the lines of why. The TV, it'd be like getting someone random to write a Marvel movie. You'd be like, this is crap. Yeah, you, know? you need to know what the like character there's motivations reason, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, you? there's a reason why that all these great superhero films and other other things are, are like are written and taking inf- influences from previous stories and things, and, yeah. and then they sort of branch off into other things, or they get their people who originally wrote the stories in to help with it. You don't just get random people. Imagine getting like random person who doesn't know anything about spider-man to write the next spider-man film what they'd actually do that's kind of the same thing there's a reason yeah. why all these superman superhero films are great because it's an example actually a real example of this actually you think about it so years ago all the superhero films were kind of a bit shit weren't they 20 25 years ago like a batman and robin the studio came in people who weren't oh, yeah. superhero writers wrote that film it wasn't very good all for yeah. toys all for profit all these sort of things now you go for wrestling vince is kind of doing the same thing that you know superhero films from batman and robin took a massive dive took blade to bring it back then the x-men film kevin feige worked worked on that originally and then through those 20 years they started getting better and better and better and now we've got the superhero films that we get today which are generally really good and take so much influence from you know actual superheroes there where the proper costumes etc yeah. except all the comic books all the history vince mcmahon is doing the same thing that movies superhero movies done 25 years ago where we don't we don't want to be an actual wrestling company we've got to get uh, like people to write stuff that aren't that have nothing to do with wrestling no so you're saying in 20 years wwe is going to be awesome wwe is going to be awesome yeah it's yeah. going to it's inevitable let's hope we <laughs> isn't that a fair comment it's, it's true though isn't it if you think about yeah. it that's, that's what superhero movies literally did they literally did that and they didn't want to look at the x-men film what they were wearing in that 2000s x-men film they didn't wear the proper oh. costumes no no you no know, batman and robin's all about the toys blade was the first one that was kind of all right i guess you know but then then they sort of leaning into it more look at the mcus tony stark you know all these things and it was great and then they lean it so much now who can forget David Hasselhoff as Nick Fury? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. David yeah, Hasselhoff yeah. though. I, I do like David Hasselhoff. Mm. He's amazing. You gotta love David Hasselhoff. Who doesn't? Anyway, like... moving so, yeah. on. Uh, eight local police officers showed up at last weekend's GCW Outlaw Mud Show show for the main event, which took place at the Albany County Fairgrounds in Laramie, uh, Wyoming. GCW World Champion Nick Gage defended the GCW World Championship against Mance Warner in a bunkhouse brawl match. The match became so crazy in the concession stand that local police questioned if the match was real. Wow. Actual cops turned up because they thought something was kicking off. And I saw this and it got lots of press for GCW. It was a great thing for them. That'd be amazing. Maybe if cops come around our house, now there's these two guys talking about men in pants. What's going on? And then they come around and bust (laughs) us. We get, oh, uh, South Coast England race wrestling podcast gets busted by 27 cops because these two guys... We're not in our pants. We're just talking about men in pants. Yeah. And then, yeah, wrestling. And then then it gets on all the other wrestling news sites. It'd be amazing. We'd get a lot of publicity there. Dave Meltzer's website. It'd be very exciting, very exciting. So yeah, oh mate, that's a great. Oh, so good wrestling. <laughs> imagine that being. Imagine it'd be awesome if you were in the crowd and then eight coppers turned up going, "Is this real?" But like, it is. Uh, they probably spoke to some guy and he had his he had his wrestling belt on his shoulder and the cop was like, "Is this fight real?" And the wrestling guy was like, "It's definitely real." Yeah, no, it's predetermined. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. This is more like ballet. Yeah. Um, 
So, wow. Uh, yeah, so last section on the news this week, Lawrence. Yes. Um, and, and you brought this to my attention because I hadn't Literally, seen this. I now, saw it earlier. It came out really yeah. quick. So uh, AEW has been doing some weird uh, dynamite nights uh, Friday and Saturday because of the NHL yeah. uh, playoffs at the moment. So they're on Saturday. They return to Wednesday nights this coming Wednesday uh, for dynamite. So literally only, you know, three days away. Three days, four away. days away. Um, and that's their last uh, dynamite in the... Daily's uh, place. Yeah, Daily's place. For, so they're going to be going back on the foreseeable future, isn't it? And then they'll kick exactly. ass. I reckon they'll go back there because I like, I like Daily's place. AEW is so good. I just think it's brilliant. It's my yeah. favourite wrestling on telly. I love it. Uh, we're not going to do any spoilers because a lot of people won't have seen it yet because it was last night, but it's a hell of a main event. Um, really, really good match. Good stuff mm. happening. Um, however, after the show... This might be had... a spoiler, maybe. Just spoiler warning for Dynamite if you haven't found out what the main event is. Kind of the video is kind of, but it doesn't say who won or lost. No, such. no, no, that's fine. As long as it doesn't say who won or lost. They, they promoted that, you know, that the main event was uh, Jungle Boy versus mm. Kenny Omega for the AEW World Championship. Uh, this video does not give away the result of the match. So uh, check it out. We've got uh, Eddie Kingston on doing a little bit he of shoot. a little shoot. Yeah, so here we go. It's two minutes, but we'll play some of it. Here we go. I'm talking about because the competition sometimes doesn't want to hear their he basically shoots on shoots on the fence oh, saying how they don't respect the legends oh, and stuff I guess quite I'm interesting is true <laughs> ladies and gentlemen AEW cares about their fans because we are not here just to give ourselves a paycheck we're here every week with you people, without you people, and we come out here and we fucked our asses. Because we love, we love the fact that they're taking the commentary table down right in the background. Oh yeah, they're taping out of cardboard, isn't it? I would think the devil is due, but you saw a match between Kenny Omega and my dude Jungle Boy that you will not see on the other channel. Resting always Who wins are respected on the other channel. You will not see people like me and my best friend on the other channel. And you will not see the heart that everybody in that locker room has on the other channel. Ladies and gentlemen, I was supposed to send you home happy. But I'm speaking from my heart, and the bottom mm. line is this: we are ready. We will see you Wednesday, and we want to hear you. And there we go. There we go. There we go, Lee. That's Amazing. that. Amazing. That's good. But fair play. I mean, I, sometimes you think some of these things turn people against against stuff, don't they? Like, does you know uh, him slagging off WWE? But I think he meant that. That's it. It's fair. It's, I like Eddie Kingston, and it's true. They treat the legends like crap on WWE. Absolute crap. Yeah. You know, just bring him in, get him beaten up. It's a bit of a spoilers. If you saw Tully and Conan on AEW last night, that's wicked. It's so good. Like mm. how they treat both of them. Oh, well, it's really good. You know, you know, I, 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 I like it. I like it. I, I think it's true. Uh, Miss Price, as much as Eddie is awesome, AEW like always pot shot and taking cheap jabs on WWE, or is he playing to the crowd? Well, I was going to say, I, I kind of agree with that if he'd done it on live TV, but he did it afterwards just talking to the fans. So, you know, it's just how they're feeling at the end of the day. I haven't got a problem with it. Mm. I like it. 
So, there we go. So, there we go. So, that is or was. Go on, notes. Oh, hang on. Okay, here we go. The <laughs> game is priceless. That was the news. That was the news, Lee. That was indeed the news. And, wrestling news uh, is done. Wrestling news. There is no more news. No more wrestling week. news for a week. However, there is Ooh, something there is else news. huge that yeah. is happening. There and, is. Um, you know, it's uh, one some people's favourite part of the show. Some people's uh, worst part of the show. Who knows? I mean, well, absolutely. But we decided to, to cast a little bit of attention to one of the people who was released this past week. Curtis Hussey. Curtis Hussey. Known yeah. to people as Fandango. Yeah. He's on Melmania this week. Here comes Meryl. She's coming here now. Gonna say what Fandango looks like. <laughs> Meryl. Hello. So, hey there, Meryl. You all right? Hello. We've moved the mic, Hello. by the way. As you can see, the mic's moved. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's good. So, there we go, Meryl. So, this guy is called Fandango. Okay. Um... So he is, he's just been sacked. Oh, right. So. Oh, no. Yeah, he's, he's fired. No. So, Meryl, please tell us what Fandango, his real name's Curtis Hussey, looks oh. like. I think, and, and this is feeling very natural for me to say this, he definitely looks like, know the square cheese you put on a burger. He definitely <laughs> looks like that square cheese that's really yellow. <laughs> Like he's, a craft like, cheese slice. Yeah, he's a cheese slice, like a burger cheese slice. Wow. Yeah, definitely, definitely. There we go, done. Sometimes wow. it's easy, isn't it, Meryl? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I just know like that, and then sometimes you've got to really tap into those powers to really, you know, get get what the powers are trying to tell me. But this is an easy one. Oh. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just actually very easy to know this guy's like so, a square piece of cheese. Fandango, if you need a job, go and try and sell some cheese somewhere, because... <laughs> You look like cheese. People might try and eat you. Be careful about cheese. <laughs> yeah, people might try and eat you, though, Fandango. <laughs> Everywhere he is, it's always those little plastic wrappers the way you had to unwrap each one. They're just yeah. floating around behind him. That's right. So there, there we go, Meryl. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Meryl. <laughs> thank you. Bye, Meryl. Thanks. No singing this week, Meryl. There goes Meryl saying what Fandango looks like. There she goes. <laughs> There. Thank you for the sub, Wyoming Redneck. Sub hi! Amazing. Amazing. Thank you, mate. It's gone bananas all over the screen. Yes. Wow. That's back on bananas again. Oh, yeah. It's, all the energy's kicking in. No, I think it's great, mate. It's good. It's good times. So Fandango looks like cheese from a burger. That processed stuff, the, the processed, like, waxy crap. That, that sort of cheese is definitely the sort of thing, before I was vegan, that you'd go out, you'd go down the pub, wouldn't you? Like, this would mm. be, oh, I'm starving. You get back, go in the fridge, and you'd be like, oh, there's that cheese there. And you just yeah. end up eating slices of that. Was, was it, was it, it was a pack of eight of them? It totally two, is that stuff. And then just finish it off. I wouldn't do that now, but <laughs> that was literally the thing. You'd, be, you'd come back from the pub, wouldn't you? be like, oh, some of that, some of that. Oh, gee, oh, like. The thing is, though, there's probably nothing remotely dairy in that. It's all just chemicals and plastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not nice, mate, not nice. But that is definitely that sort of cheese. So uh, Monterey Jack cheese, is uh, Graf calls it. So Yeah, yeah. Um, Applewood's good. I like applewood. applewood is good and you do get yeah. vegan applewood now so um Ooh. that's delicious delicious guys delicious so yeah oh wrestling ministry of slam's back thank you for watching guys thank you for why i'm redneck thank you everyone for being here on this glorious day for the ministry of slam if anyone's new we've we've literally been signed by twitch this week we have so been signed we're signed we're signed we're like we when will we get our release future endeavors i wish ministry of slam well on their future endeavors <laughs> what <laughs> who knows 
knows? Uh, Cheese-like product, yes. It's a cheese, as they call it. It's good. Cheese. Uh, cheese. So, yeah. it's great times. So, there we go. So, uh, Lawrence, write the predictions um, out for the uh, for the arena. Okay. Oh, we're doing um, that now. Doing oh, yeah. Because yeah. you can feel that timely. While, and then so we're going to we're gonna do an through. advert. So, I couldn't do that right now. So, there we go. Lawrence. Yeah, we were going to do an advert, but we're, we're not doing an advert tonight. So, I need we're, to add uh, in all eight wrestlers, don't I? Yes, you do. Are we, you do so, that? chat room, as we've spoiled it, this next upcoming MOS Arena match, which is rated 100% by the game engine, it's supposed to be amazing, has said it's 100%, which it's, it never happens. It's a very good match. So, we, are we, do we want to do who dies or who wins? As the wow, bet? this could be a different spin to it. Uh, let's have a vote wins? in the chat room. Who dies or who wins? What do we want? Somebody dies during this match. So, who, well, says wins. Okay, who wants to do dies? Because someone definitely dies in this match. <laughs> so if anyone's new here we do the Ministry of Slam arena oh, Sophia, Sophia wants... says die so the next one whoever says dies or wins dies Crimson Mouth says die so the vote is we just cast it you need two, two, two to win Crimson Mouth so we're going to do who dies because it would literally probably be the only match we ever do where someone dies so we're going to exactly. do exactly I agree dies yeah retro chat says who dies start a prediction Head of okay. Steel fires in with the wins but we're still three to two okay you guys so they'll find out who's in the match who dies during the battle battle of britain so it's cool i mean you, you can, can start throwing some names out there if you like in the chat room um and uh yeah what do you think uh who do you think is going to be in the match throw out some names there are some classic names in british wrestling history some people from the past some people from the present who do you think is going to be in the match uh sophia i think you've got a pretty good uh chance that he is going to be in that match british bulldog uh Berkeley said Doug had better be in there. Oh, interesting. Uh Rowdy Roddy Piper says head of steel. Dynamite Kid says retro chat. Interesting. Very controversial. Uh Zach Saber Jr. from Mr. Priceless. Wow. Uh, I think we, we've only got one so far that's in there out we, of that list. We've got a problem because I've just realized on the bet and you can't have multiple bloody questions. I thought it was like multiple answers. It's, it's two answers, stupid Twitch things. That's annoying. So oh, we can't no. do that. So the betting is off. <laughs> the betting's off. Oh, no. So that's a bit, uh, of, a bit of a wet fart in church. Yeah, that's all farts, no poop, that one. Sethi and Retro Chat, yes. Uh, Will Ospreay is in the match. Um, uh, so, I'll tell you what, Lawrence. Why don't you go through who's in the match, just so okay. we can... We so can we can't bet on energy. that. But the match is badass, so don't worry. It's, it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so in this uh, Battle of Britain match coming up, ladies and gentlemen, which is really, really cool. Uh, hang on a second. Turn that thing off. Can something off? British flag. So in the Battle of Britain match coming up, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, we have got Big Daddy. He's in it, isn't he, Lee? Big Daddy is in it. We've got Nick Aldis. Yep. We've got Johnny Saint. We have got Johnny Saint. We've got Nick Aldis. You've said him already. We've got Pac. <laughs> We've got... Do you want me Will to look at the thing? William Regal. We've got the British Bulldog. We've got Pac. And we've got <laughs> Nick Aldis. <laughs> And William Osprey. Right, let me let me find it. Let it's me great. find it. And Pat of Bren. So <laughs> and Nick Aldis. So in the match we have the British Bulldog, Davey Boy Smith. We have Nick Aldis. We have Pack. We have William Regal. We have Big Daddy. We have Drew McIntyre. We have Will Osprey, and we have Johnny Saint. And we have a very special 100% British interview coming with a celebrity beforehand, uh, which I think you guys are going to enjoy. 
oh, yes. going to be amazing. So that's before, isn't it? And we got to talk about who our favourite British wrestler is as well and all that sort of stuff, Lee. But we've got a very special interview coming up with my granny, if anyone's missed it. My granny yeah. is coming onto the Ministry of Slam tonight. No way, Barrett, Mel. No. We can only pick eight. But... Uh, so there we go. That's that's that. We can't do multiple betting, but it doesn't matter because it's Ooh, just going to be fun. Johnny Sink for the win, says Johnny Sink for the win. So interesting. So that's uh, that's the silly thing we need to. But there we go. It's going to be great. Here we go. It's, it's, it's a really good match. It's a really good match, Lee. So uh, let's move on. We're going to be bringing that to you. When are we doing that? So we've got the paper review. We're going to be talking. Yeah, we've got got. This is the next main feature where we talk about WWE Hell in a Cell. Yeah, which uh, went down last weekend. Now. We've said this before, I'm sure, but like, do we need Hell in a Cell anymore? Because it's like every match in the flipping, or not every match, but you know, where it falls at the same time every year on a pay per view. And it's not every match that is a Hell in a Cell, it's not TNA for Christ's sake. But like, what are the odds of someone's feud always every year coming to the point where the only way they can settle it is in Hell in a Cell? It should be a random match in a pay per view during the. Uh, I don't know, mate. The, uh, well, not when they put it on Raw, and when they put it, it was the first Hell in the Cell match on Raw for like twenty years, wasn't it? Con- uh, uh, yeah, on, on this. Raw or is it SmackDown? No, there's one on SmackDown, one on Raw, wasn't there? Oh right. So, okay. um, first one for twenty three years. The last one was Mankind versus Kane, I believe. That was the last one. It was like twenty odd years ago. So it's it's um, why have wrestling joke? Yes. It's just, <laughs> why did they even wrestle? <laughs> um, but no, I mean it was weird, wasn't it? Um, I, the cut, the, the I tell you what, I watched it, and Bianca Belair, I love her selling. It's great. She sells so good. I think she's really, really good. I like Bianca Belair. Berkeley says Lee is that million dollar belt new? What million dollar belt? On the Ted DiBiase behind you. This one? No, it, it, that's been on it on him for ages. Right. Ever since he's been there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on the I mean, yeah, a lot of it. A lot. I mean, the, the, I agree. Like, why do we have constant Helen Cells that when you're having it on Raw, and um, you know Xavier Woods versus Drew uh, versus Bobby Lashley as well on Raw? I mean, yeah. it, it makes a lesser thing of the Helen Cell totally, doesn't it? It's Absolutely. A bit, it's a bit weird, and it, of course, it's probably leading to Bobby Lashley versus Kofi at Money in the Bank. I think mm. that looks likely. Um, which is good though. The thing I like about this is firing up Kofi and you're getting a badass, a bit more of a badass Kofi rather than joking Kofi than like yeah. the one we had when we had Kofi Mania. That's good. Um, I'm not keen on the Charlotte Flair Rhea Ripley thing. I think it's the worst uh, feud and we've had this year. And it's been done so many times. It's, um, yeah. you know, I'm just bored of it. I mean, Sami Zayn vs. Kevin, we've seen it a million times as well. And it's, as, as great as they're wrestlers, like great stories they tell, is, is it good, good, you know, is it, and the, I noticed something though. Alexa Bliss, right? Yeah. Remember Ghostbusters 2? Yes, very when, well. When Ray got, yeah. was looking at the painting, and oh, got, got hypnotised by Vigo. Yeah, yeah. That's what's happened. That's what Alexa Bliss has got. She's got Vigo the Carpathian powers. Wow. Because she can hypnotise. She looks at it, They look at her and then they're like, oh. And then they're going to slap each other and stuff. It's, it's, so is anyone, we've got to watch out for any babies being like yeah. taken. So the spirit of... Go, what was will be what is will be no more yeah, so, so basically Alexa Bliss is like Vigo the Carpathian she can hypnotise people by looking at them that is one of the most how are they going to do that in front of a live crowd I don't know I do not know it's going to be backstage isn't what's it? worse special powers like that or zombies or is it um, all bad and why is one good 
Like, why is The Undertaker okay to be kind of a zombie thing? And this other stuff shit. Probably because The Undertaker was done so well and he could actually say, wrestle. Number one, The Undertaker was so well, number done so well. Number two, he could actually wrestle. Number three, he came about, he started off in an era and bought the people like gave their buy-in in an era where it was kind of accepted that that yes. kind of weird shit would, shit would happen. You know, yes. he had plumbers and dustmen and all sorts and of nails stuff. and yeah, the big exactly. boss man. Yeah. And that's cool. And then he developed his character through, didn't he? Kind of yeah. the the corporate ministry and then the biker taker and then came back and stuff. And it's all these different versions that went through the periods of time. Yeah. He kind of earned the, the, the fact of, you know, he could get away with that sort of stuff. But having zombies come into the middle of the ring when you've then got Seth legit... Rollins versus Cesaro, whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A legit wrestling match that's you know right up there with wrestling quality it just doesn't fit yeah um yeah anyway let's run through the results quickly it's you know not going to be you know nothing groundbreaking but natalia with tamina defeated mandy rose who was with dana brooke yeah um bianca belair defeated bailey i love bianca i love bianca belair selling i thought it was brilliant and that match was quite brutal as well the hand the hand that was on the Drew McIntyre match. We oh, know where may young's son is gone and he lives under the ring and he's shrunk maybe he's like benjamin button I mean, if Alexa, <laughs> if Alexa's got powers, you know how that hand was born and it was like, oh no, it was small, wasn't it? It wasn't a massive walking hand, it was, was it? It was blue. Was it blue? Was, was it blue? I think it was. What are I, I thought Mae Young's blue. baby was a huge, massive hand, like walking I mean, it around. It was giant. It no, was just no, a no. normal sized little hand, was it? Yeah, they did a oh, thing. Like, um, cousin, like oh. when DX was messing around with Vince McMahon, this like giant hand wandered around and it was like, oh, look, he's all grown up. Oh, okay. So now he's at Benjamin Button and shrunk again, lives under the ring. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay. Wait a minute. Oh wow. Wow, well, that's amazing. Oh wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, I said, what? Oh, oh wow. Uh, Seth Rollins defeated Cesaro. Uh, not a bad match, actually. I'd say it's probably a match of the night. Pretty good. Uh, Alexa Bliss. Uh, Alexa Bliss defeated Shayna Baszler. Um, Vigo powers. Yeah, shenanigans. Uh, oh, I said Alexa deny. My Alexa kicked off. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Um. Uh, I'm lost now. What's it playing? I don't know. Charlotte Flair defeated Rhea Ripley by disqualification, which was stupid. Yeah, she did. So, uh, yeah, disqualification. What's the point of that? And then Bobby Lashley uh, with MVP defeated Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre was just getting. I'm glad angry. Drew lost. Bobby <laughs> Lashley's like a better him. champion. He's, I don't like Drew. I, I know people think, oh, why? Why do you not like Drew? I just don't like him. I, I never into Drew. I don't think he's a very good uh, super babyface champion. Um, I'm not into it. He needs at all. to go away for a bit. I'm glad he can't go for the belt now, unless. Yeah. They, but the stupid thing, they've got a one more chance match on Raw tomorrow with Randy Orton, Drew, and AJ tomorrow night on Raw to find out who one of them can get into the Money in, in the Bank match. Do you think yeah. it'd be Drew that wins that and he's in the Money in the Bank? He'll win and somehow there'll be a workaround that he can fight Bobby Lashley for the belt again. It'll be a bit tedious but then, if they do that. Drew, being a, a, heat, a, a baby face champion, Taking the belt from um, Bobby with the money in the bank is 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 pants. That's not that's that's not what should the money bank should be used for, should it? Mm. So, um, but no, I, I don't know, mate. Oh, sorry, I, I don't know what's you know. It's, <laughs> the it's, reason you said sorry is just because Lawrence has highlighted everything yeah. on the show plan. <laughs> um, but you know, have I done it again? Oh, good. I'll stop. Stop. The, the, the computer things. I, I think it's, it's amazing how we can get Mitch out on the air. It's, I can't believe it happens every week, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, uh, you know, um, no, but I just, I, do you like Drew? I know loads of people like him. Why do you like I, him? I did like Drew, and Drew is, Drew's really good. He's a great guy. He certainly worked his way up. He's earned it, but 
he had that initial run as champion and it wasn't what everyone was hoping it would be because it happened in front of no fans. Yeah. Um, so they're trying to get him like still involved in the picture. But I just think, you know, he's lost the belt. He needs to step away for a bit. Um, you know, let some new, or, you know, if I was booking WWE, obviously, um, just get some new people involved in the title picture. Have another but couple of years. who is that? Kofi, if they big Kofi up. He, Kofi, people bring AJ back up. So you say if the fans are there people will be into Kofi I think if he's at this you know Money in the Bank and Kofi's against Bobby Lashley I think the fans be into that one that'd be quite cool but mm. would they be into Drew I'd, I don't know I don't I don't know if they would hey Tools I don't know if I they think would. he's he's just so he's too involved all the time in it and you're just so used to seeing him there he needs to step away for a bit uh, get involved in some other storylines and then maybe come back to the championship in like a year or something. Yeah. Just in time for SummerSlam 2022 and he can win the championship 30 years at Wembley uh, Stadium. At Wembley Stadium. Do you think uh, they'd ever do that? I'd love it. Do you think, I remember back in 2012 when we were doing MOS Day, we thought they might do a Wembley 20 year anniversary. Imagine if they do yeah. it next year. That'd be <sighs> good. If they're going to do it, it's going to be next year or never. Oh, got to be. Would be good, wouldn't it? Mm. It'd be good. And we'll have to go. We'll do a meet and greet. Oh, we'll definitely do that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. It'd be amazing, mate. Doing it live at Wembley, uh, MOS, and that we'll go to somewhere and meet people do and do things. Do things. <laughs> All the things. Huh? Uh, Lawrence, have you got your Fozzie tickets? No. No. And Bournemouth. In Bournemouth. Fozzie are coming to Bournemouth. I know. I know. That's uh, exciting. It's It's exciting. <laughs> You're not very excited, eh? So Ricochet, yeah, yeah, Ricochet, John Morrison, and Riddle qualify for Money in the Bank from SmackDown, as uh, Mr. Right. Process says. So it's it's weird, and and uh, Big E qualified as well, so he might win as well. Uh, imagine imagine this though, just just throwing this one out there. Big E wins. Big E wins Money in the Bank. Somehow Kofi beats Bobby Lashley. Big E heel turn on Kofi and beats him for the belt. That'd be good. That'd be great. He joins up it? with Bobby Lashley. Yeah, oh, imagine that. That'd be well good. That'd be actually be quite good. Do that wrestling. That was exciting. <laughs> Excuse wrestling. Me, wrestling. Do that. Look, you, you're employing people who don't like, who don't know anything about wrestling. Get us to do it. I just came up with a great idea. I that, mean, we could have a go. That'd be amazing. Would that not be an amazing idea? Biggie wins Money in the Bank. Kofi beats Bobby somehow. Sneaks it out of the out of the bag, and then Biggie runs down and beats him, pins him straight away. Oh, screw you. That'd be amazing. That would be mad. It's never going to happen. Absolutely Crimson mad. Bell says never. No, it happen. won't happen. Oh, yeah, it would be too good. But the thing is, everyone loves uh, Big Cat. E because he's the face, and you know but he's he never been heel, a bad guy. He could be a great bad guy. Well, he has been a bad guy. He was, oh yeah, he was bad Dolph guy of Dolph Ziggler's muscle, wasn't he? That was rubbish. Yeah, yeah, that was a bit rubbish. But again, will he? Will he, he can't be sort of funny and entertaining and goofy. Why everyone loves him if he turns heel? So I don't like that. Of... I think it's rubbish. Makes me feel stupid watching him do all that stuff. <laughs> but then I'm not. Well, I'm, we not the, I'm not the audience they go for, really, am I? Yeah. Well, so no. they should do. They should try and. We need to listen to this podcast and find out what they want to do for wrestling. That'd be really good. That was our in-depth Hell in a Cell 2021 review. <laughs> wrestling, not great. Um, oh, well, it, what I took out of it, Bianca Belair, great seller. I don't like I don't is, like Drew. Yeah. I, Bobby Lashley's great. The Charlotte Flair Rhea Ripley yep. thing was stupid. Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, great match, but you've seen it a million times. Same with Cesaro and Seth Rollins and uh, Natalia Tamina. That's just weird. Not very good, is it? Women's tag team thing. Yeah. Not great. So sorry, WWE. Make it better. Make it better, please. Please make it better. 
So, so what order do you want to do these next two bits in, Lawrence? We'll do we'll do the talking about our favourites first, and then go to my granny because yeah. you know she's the headline act, mate. Obviously, of obviously. Course. So we've been talking uh, a little bit about our obviously we've got the MOS Arena match coming up, the Battle of Britain, and uh, we wanted to talk about who our favourite British wrestlers were and who our favourite British wrestler was um, of all time. And uh, Lawrence put together a beautiful slideshow. It's um, very good. Johnny Saint that? there. Johnny Saint, yeah. It's Johnny Saint. It's Nick Aldis. It's great. Johnny Saint. So there we go. It's um no, but I, I thought well we put the question out earlier on in the week, didn't we? On the on the social media, mm. and us being British is 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 quite an interesting discussion, isn't it? Who's the favourite? That's a mental picture of William Regan. Who is our favourite British wrestler? I don't know. I mean, who's? I think the thing is, me and Lee, this, we don't normally talk about Ministry Slam in the week, do we? We try not. We talk about what we're doing for Ministry Slam, but not what we're doing. Yeah, we on talk the about show. segments. We don't discuss anything in depth. Yeah, because it ruins the show. We don't actually have yeah. anything to talk about if we've done that in the week. But um, we've both decided, haven't we, that our, our favourite British wrestlers. My well, mind's the British Bulldog. Yeah, because it's. I mean, yeah. Oh wow! Look at Drew. And there's Big Daddy, mate. Yeah, mental. Do you think that Pack flies around so well because of his ears? He's a bit like Dumbo. They like give him some extra. Yeah, probably. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. I reckon less but, air resist or air resistance. I mean, I would say for mine, my favourite British wrestler is definitely the British Bulldog. I think up to that period of time, I think he liked it up to just when he just put like ninety, you know, ninety two. I think. Yeah. When it, and then he lost it to Sean, didn't he? Did he did he lose the Intercontinental belt to Sean? He did lose the Intercontinental belt to Sean. With the turnbuckle pad came off, wasn't it? And he got whipped into that. Yeah. And then he hurt his back, didn't he? And, and then Sean he, rolled him up. He tried giving him a, uh, giving Sean Michaels a superplex off the top rope, but because his his back was so fucked from the hitting the turnbuckle, he collapsed off the off the um, uh, top turnbuckle. Sean fell on him and pinned him for the in victory. England. No. Oh, okay. No, yeah. not in England. It was the last ever. Sorry. It wasn't the last ever. It was the last Saturday night's main event of the old era till right. they brought it back with like in whenever oh, whatever wow. year it was. So yeah, but I mean, that period <laughs> that... doing that Owen Wilson thing. Oh sorry. It sounds like I'm like on a show with like <laughs> I didn't realise. <laughs> um no, but I, I think for me it's definitely the bulldog out of yeah. everyone. And I think that's our era growing up, isn't it? Being the bulldog, isn't it? Yeah. I, I would say. I think so. I mean, people of a different era would say the same. People, the generation before us would say Big Daddy and... Um, Johnny Saint and everyone. Yeah, Johnny Saint, people like that. People, the generation after us would, you know, say people like Drew and, um, you know, maybe Regal, Regal and, yeah. and uh, Osprey and stuff like that. But for me, it's definitely the British Bulldog. You know, he came out with the flag, like, over his shoulders. And, you and know. I didn't see much British Bulldog with Dynamite Kid. It's probably a little yeah. bit before my time. I had DVDs with him. I think it was like a WrestleMania tag team matches or something like that. Yeah. And I yeah. saw that with Dynamite Kid, but I more saw the Bulldog with like that night, that period of time when he was winning the Royal Albert Hall Battle Royale and that, you know, Royal Rumble 92 with Ric Flair. He went a long time in that match, didn't he, he as did. well? That was really cool when he was first the in. The hallowed halls of the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah, because yeah. he just won that. And it was like his, his whole theme music was Rule Britannia, wasn't it? And it was very, yeah. for me, it's, it's literally the most British thing I've ever liked. I mean, if it, really, is Do you remember it's the incredible. shitty music that he had when he came back in 98? No. Was it dogs or something? Yeah, just the worst music ever. I reckon if you found that on YouTube, you could play that and we wouldn't get any strikes because no one cares about the British Bulldogs 1998 music he was jacked though wasn't he and then he went off oh, to WCW yeah. wasn't he and he wasn't in WCW for very long he wasn't there when Hogan came in was he so yeah I mean he was there in 1993 so after he lost the Intercontinental belt to Sean in 92 
he went over to WCW and he did that thing because it was uh, Sid and Vader against Sting and British Bulldogs. And, and they did Master. that little skit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and they did the thing with on the beach where the um, the boat exploding and yeah, 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 amazing, mental, absolutely yeah, yeah. mental. Uh, so he was there. Then he yeah he came back to WWE. He went to yeah he bounced around a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, always good. Always good to see uh, British Bulldog. And I think everyone likes Regal, don't they? Um, he's always been, but he's for me he was never in that top spot of a top guy. Um, the thing is, he it's if you if you're just casually watching it, it it's difficult for people to realise how good he was because right. he was just that sort of like mid card guy who was a bit of an idiot and had a stupid accent and was stuck up and and whatever. But people don't realise quite how good he actually was. Yeah, um, which is a shame because he, you know, if he didn't have the gimmick of oh he's a stuck up English bloke, um, you know, we could have gone a lot lot further with that. Did you see much of Big Daddy or any one of those guys? Have you seen much videos of them? I remember watching it back in the day, but again, it's different era. It's just like it's like the great Carly being in the ring. Is it really? You know, oh, wow. it's just he's big and he can hit people and he can. I mean, Big Daddy's thing is he had a big gut and he could smack people with it. Like that's quite brilliant. interesting. You say that as well because that's what my granny says. Oh really? Yeah. So. Oh okay. Well, should so. we move on to that then? We, we've yeah. done our. Uh, we've done our. Uh, so, so we both both agree. Oh, but let's read a few like a lot of people put, did put it out didn't we a lot of people so uh david uh, brighty said um johnny saint was his favorite he let put a whole list of 30 best wrestlers goodness me yeah yeah um yeah, johnny saint les kellett rocco regal was number four dave taylor osprey was number eight that's quite interesting and then um was it tom williams said johnny saint hands down william regal so i guess is this and then uh, fr- uh franchise said uh drew galloway was his favorite big daddy as well giant haystacks it's interesting we had some comments in the discord as well wasn't it uh it's all us so everyone's got their own opinions and it's quite good that we have had british wrestlers who have gone up to do such good things over a period of time isn't it um yeah andy says british bulldog or regal but i think uh yeah british bulldog ricky knight oh andy says ricky knight so that's another page's dad so it's all quite interesting what wrestlers are the best british wrestlers but um the only opinion that really counts i think is my granny so and she used to watch wrestling a lot and the the, the biggest interview we've ever had on the ministry slam here's me earlier today talking to my lovely granny and uh, thank you granny for coming on to the ministry slam we really appreciate it and we'll see you guys in a bit right guys welcome to the ministry slam we've got a very special moment right now one of the most special guests we've ever had on the show ladies and gentlemen let me introduce you to my granny how you doing granny <laughs> I'm fine, thank you, Lawrence. It's good to have you on the show, Granny. Welcome to the Ministry of Slam. <laughs> so, thank you. Thank so, you for inviting me. It's fantastic you're on here. So, um, Granny, so uh, we're doing a section on the show about uh, British wrestlers and uh, who's our favourite. So I thought, who better to ask about who their favourite British wrestler was and how they used to watch wrestling? Because you've always told me that you watched wrestling live years and years ago. So, um so, Granny, who have been your favourite British wrestlers over the course of time? Well, there was um, Big Daddy. Yeah. Giant Haystacks. Yeah. Mick McManus. Right, okay. Um, I can't think of their names, but there was a lot of local people uh, that used to come to the wrestling, and there was always a crowd of the same people, a crowd of people. Uh, fans of wrestling that we used to meet up 
every every time the wrestling was at the Winter Gardens, which is now no longer there. Yeah. And um, and it always was a great great evening. Oh, it's great. Very and and yeah. did um so did you see that you saw like Big Daddy? He was huge, was he? Oh, he was huge, and so was giant haystacks, and they always seemed to want to fight the littler, the smaller ones, so they could go on the corner of the ropes and jump on them. Wow. And that always used to worry me, because I thought, well, they'll never get up from this, not not, not with his weight on it, for, because they were they were very big men. Oh, wow. Giant haystacks and Big Daddy. Can you, can you remember how long ago that was? Yeah, and then there was a few of the um, younger ones that used to end up with uh, sort of uh, the the actual word is bloody noses where somebody had elbowed them and and um, but it was a very very good evening and um, and I well I used to love it and um, as I said we met some more people there and we got to know them all. And um, so we'd all wait together and sit together, and we'd all boo and shout together. It's very, very good. So back, good evenings entertainment. Back back then, did you think wrestling was real? Like the fights were real? Sorry. Back then, did you think the fights were real? Yes, I did. Especially when there was blood flowing, oh, well. because um, you thought, well, they they had hurt them. They must have done. Otherwise, they wouldn't have had a like a, a nose bleed or anything. Oh wow! And when sometimes they couldn't get up from the floor anyway, you imagine somebody like what can I say? Somebody when you were a lot younger, that a, a man by the size of oh, what can I say there? Um, well, Big Daddy, because he had a huge tummy anyway, and giant haystacks, and they used to stand on the corner ropes and flop out on these poor little ones that were underneath. That um, I always thought, oh, they're going to really do some damage in a minute. Goodness and me! Then, um, yeah, I bet. But, I, um, I bet it was great fun. Did you watch it a lot? Was it a regular, regular thing you went and watched? Regular, oh yes, yes. It was. It was a very well run wrestling competition, and it was on every every other week, I think it was. But we all used to meet up together outside the Winter Gardens and take our tins of coke with us, so we got something to throw at somebody if they oh were misbehaving. Really, through stuff. Yeah. Wow. Oh, so, brilliant. Um, was it was it was it on was it on television back then? I don't know. I'm not sure because there was never any never any um vans or anything like outside with ITV up or anything like that. Right. But it was a well known and in the Echo, the Daily Echo, which is still going strong now, um, was always advertised very blatantly and um nobody would miss it anyway because you'd see the same people every time and um not the not the wrestlers so much as the people that you met there the fans wow it was brilliant yeah oh brilliant can you remember what when was that when was that what sort of years was that i reckon it was around about 1964 wow 65 66 something like that so before dad was born yeah, wow. the only, I think the only way is is to find exactly because I mean I was a, a young lady then, so 
maybe I was newly married, but I didn't have a family then. So did you go with Grandad as well then? Pardon? Did you go with Grandad? No. Oh. No. Yes, yes, I beg your pardon. Yes, of course I did. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So there couldn't, there couldn't have been any children in the family then because we would have had to get, um, uh, what do you call it? Babysitters. Um, some like babysitters, yeah. Yeah, I didn't and, know he watched wrestling. But we always went when they were there. We were always there. Wow, I didn't always. know. I didn't. I didn't know Granddad watched wrestling as well. Yes, he did. Oh wow! Yeah, never knew that. Oh Amazing. yes. Wow. We used to go together and meet up with these all these other people. Brilliant! That's and, so good. Yeah. Oh. There was, there was a big fan club there for the wrestlers. So who was your favourite then, Big Daddy or Giant Haystacks? Yeah, well I used to like Big Daddy, Big Daddy, because he used to look at you and he he would you knew he was playing around. Yeah. But you thought that sometimes that that, that they must hurt them because they were huge people. Wow. And um, you know I used to get a bit worried like we women used to, and then um, and then but it was a very very good evenings entertainment granny yeah. thank you so much for being on the show granny it's amazing thank you for being part of the ministry of slam you're our best guest we've ever had thank you so much <laughs> and thank you for having me lawrence it's been a pleasure thank you so much thank you granny and uh, i'll see you soon let's get back to the show there we go lee Wow. We're back. My granny. That's amazing. My granny was on the Ministry of Slam. I can't believe it. And more importantly, well, not more importantly, it's just amazing. I found out that my granddad liked wrestling. And I never knew that about him. I never knew in all the years, right? I, I hung out with my granddad so much, so, so much. And I never knew he went and watched wrestling. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Like, I can't believe I knew I found out my granddad went to watch wrestling. I, I can't believe it. I think that's so, so awesome. I wish I knew that before he, he sort of left. Yeah, uh, that would have been really cool to speak to him about it. But yeah, that's amazing. Mm. Now, like before the show, we were saying we did, did the ten-minute countdown, and I actually say we had the interview with the, the Nasty Boys and Rowdy Roddy Piper was a surprise interview. And I say during that that it's the best interview we've ever done, <laughs> but that is that tops it. Now. Yeah, she'll love that. I'm going to show, show it to her and stuff. I think it's really cool. Thank you, Granny. Thank you, Granny. Barbara Case. See, thank you, Lawrence's Granny. Barbara Case. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Granny, for coming on the Ministry of Slam. It's brilliant. And I think it's really cool, actually. Like like you said, I said, do you know much about Big Daddy? And she says, like, the great Carly flopping his belly out. And that's like what my Granny said. He used to squash the little guys and, you know, when they make them all bleed and get a bloody nose. And you, I can't believe my Granny used to drink cans of Coke and chuck them at the wrestlers. <laughs> It'd be like when the NWO, like, yeah, they were chucking all the shit in the ring. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it would be like. Oh, I, think okay. I would love to have gone to it. I don't think I ever went to wrestling with my gran. That'd have been so cool. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, British wrestling is, you know, there's various levels of it. Um, they're coming to Verwood, did you know? Verwood? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know. It's pretty crazy. Like, just around the corner from where I work. Um, yeah, we should. We should. LDN Wrestling. Uh, Mr. Price saw him know about LDN. Hmm. I'll probably have some stories. Um, it's uh, like two minutes away from me. Is it worth going to Mr. Priceless? Um, <laughs> so there we go. That's enough about British wrestling. But uh, the the last thing we've got, it's kind of the main event oh, yeah. of our British wrestling thing, yeah. is the Battle of Britain. This is what's brought it all along with us thinking about British wrestlers and who is the best British wrestler of all time. And more importantly, who dies? Someone dies. So, and the betting has gone completely wrong. I can't believe you can't put multiple answers on there. That's a bit silly. But, so we've got this big match. It's the Battle of Britain. Who's in it, Lee? Who? Oh, crap. I'm Nick Oldis. Pac. Nick, 
Pack. True. Nick Aldis. True. Big Daddy, who my granny likes. William uh, Regal. William Regal. British Bulldog. Johnny Saint and Will Ospreay. Yeah. Of course, there's loads of other British wrestlers we could put in, but uh, we can. Uh, we will now go speak. This is a big match, and podcast listeners, if you want to check this out, this match, the game engine rated this match 100%. It is like the best match we've ever had. It's really, really good. Before we go to the match, we're going to get some words from our favourite guy, Glenn. Well, everyone's our favourite guy. Glenn, everyone's great. Positive vibes to you all. But thank you, Glenn, and uh, GX Accounts for sponsoring the Ministry of Slam Arena. And podcast 100%. listeners, this match will be on our YouTube channel at 7 o'clock this coming Tuesday. So here we go to Glenn and then we'll be back with the big match. And also, just to just to get this even better, I go and interview Jean-Luc Picard, who is French, about the Battle of Britain. Exciting. Mental. What's that about? So here we go. Thank you, Glenn. GX Accounts. Ministry of Slam, we'd like to thank our Ministry of Slam Arena sponsor, GX Accounts. We are in the lush, branded GX Accounts studio here as we uh, welcome GX Accounts to the Ministry of Slam team. GX Accounts are recognised as a leading cloud accounting firm in the UK. They work with online packages such as Xero, QuickBooks, FreeAgent and Dext. They take the pain out of bookkeeping and they keep their clients on top of their taxes and free up their time so they can do what they want in their spare time such as watching wrestling or even watching Ministry of Slam. If people want to get in touch with GX Accounts, they can do so over at their website, gxaccounts.com. Or you can check out the GX Accounts social media. Just search GX Accounts on Facebook and Twitter. Or GX Glenn is in the Discord. Just sling him a message over there. Ministry of Slam would like to thank GX Accounts for sponsoring the Ministry of Slam arena. Not only does wrestling win, but GX Accounts wins. So, podcast listeners, if you want to check out that match, make sure you check out this Tuesday on our Ministry of Slam YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash the MOS Network. And if any of you guys are checking out this podcast for the first time or this show for the first time, please go and subscribe over there. It'd be very helpful. And uh, it's good for everybody. We enjoy it. So, and uh, everybody loves it. Lots of good stuff. Lee's MOS Cross the Line goes out on Wednesday as well, where he is rebooking TNA in 2010. Badly. Yes. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I, I decided to like not continue with the Christy Hammy and uh, Dixie Carter hear. lesbian storyline because everyone hates it. Well, uh, unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable. There we go. But there we go. Yeah, great times. And uh, that's, a, that's a great match. It's good times, isn't it, Lee? Every, everything's Fantastic. good. And it's all going well. So. And we're so excited. We are so excited. But do you know what we should do now? It's time to, time to turn it down. We got so excited about that match as we always do every single week we get excited yes. about the MOS arena but unfortunately we're gonna have to tone it down a little bit it's time to get serious mm-hmm. it's because very serious. it's time for this week's very serious wrestling promo and now ministry of slam proudly presents a very serious wrestling promo kane You think you impress The Rock when your music hits and all the lights go out. You've got fire coming out of the post, fire shooting out of your arse. You've got fire coming out of everywhere. And then all of a sudden you're doing jumping jacks. You're happy because Kane can talk. The big red retard can finally speak. Well, Kane, The Rock says this. He's in a giving mood tonight. You come on out here. The Rock's got a little gift for you. He'll give you this microphone right here so that you can talk in front of the millions 
of Rock's fans. Take your little voice gimmick, stick it to your throat and say this. My name is Kane and I am a Rudy Poo candy ass. And The Rock says this. Kane, that little voice box you used to use. You've left The Rock with one choice on what to do with it. The Rock says he'll take your little voice box, take all the batteries out, to lube it up, turn that some bitch sideways and stick it straight up your candy ass. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, 6th of September. 1999 and that was a very serious wrestling promo hey this is Brett the Hitman Hart best there is the best there was and Life. the best there ever will be and you're listening to the Ministry of Slam Hello, this is Mick Foley, the hardcore legend, and you are tuned into the Ministry of Slam. Nice. We're back, Lee. We're back. We are back. We're back. There I was we actually watching the stream then, and I was just uh, checking out the whole uh, Mick Foley thing. Love well that. done. That's good. Yeah, that was well you. Well done. Well done. Okay. <laughs> good work, Lee. Good, Good work. editing work there, mate. Well, all I had to do, I already had the audio bit. I just download the old Titantron and whack that over the top. Amazing. Cheap Amazing. as chips. Cheap as chips. Good work, mate. Good chips work. Are quite expensive, actually. Chip, are chips expensive? I've not had chips well, for ages. they can be, yeah. Are you you know about, the Americans were talking about fries. Oh, yeah, fries, as in English. Are chips expensive? How much are they then? Well, it depends where you go. I've not had chips for years, like from the chip shop. Yeah. The one near me has just got shut down because of COVID. Is it really? Yeah, not good. Oh, don't good. get chips from there. Us. And that's well, that's one of the like the best ones in the UK, apparently. Uh, Shay Fred. Oh, really? Shut down. Yeah. Oh, don't tell my granny. She goes there. Don't want to go there. Oops. Shh. No, yeah. nothing. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't want your granny to like that to be her first and last appearance on MOS. <laughs> like, like, don't go. Just tell her not to go to. Uh, yes. Stay in, granny. Be safe. Be safe. There we go. Be safe. There you go. Uh, right. So it is now time for, uh, if you remember rightly, we launched a little competition last week for uh, where well, we didn't like our, our, our tagline because we're, we're rebranding the show. We're doing all this stuff with the MOS network. We're trying to make everything nice and clean and brand specific. Yes. And uh, what we had, we asked you guys for was a tagline. So what we had before was the wrestling show for wrestling fans. Uh, you wanted it to be the wrestling show for non-wrestling fans. Neither of those were quite right because we didn't want to like wrestling fans to tune in and be like, "Why are you telling me exactly how many matches this person?" Sometimes this they week? talk about wrestling, Ministry Slam. Yeah, it's it, that's essentially what we wanted it to say, but in like a bit more professional. Um, so we threw it out there uh, for you guys to uh, suggest a tagline and to try and work out, you know, what what you think suited us. And uh, we had quite a few entries in um and uh, you're going to be surprised at who wins 
so we, uh, Mr. Bericles, did send across a whole list. I mean, bless him, he must have been working on them for he, he days. He probably was, yeah. Um, and, no scamming, uh, yeah. just spamming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like it. Um, so yeah, we we went through uh, all of Bericles's ones and all the others that uh, that that came through, but we did narrow it down to one of Bericles's, which is going to be the winner. So we are now going to be drama. Do it, do it. Um, for not so serious wrestling fan. For the Ministry of Slam for the not so serious wrestling fan. That's right. Well done. Well done, Bericles. Well done, Bericles. The other, the other uh, in the top five were wrestling for the rest of us, by fans for everybody. Your weekly by fans post- for everybody. How much yeah. does a fan cost? <laughs> no, B Y. B Y is So by fans because we're fans for everybody. Your weekly dose of sports edutainment, and okay. the real reality of wrestling. That's good. I like so the first so one. Yeah. For the, for the not so serious wrestling. Ministry fan, Slam, not for franchise. Yeah, not for Francis. <laughs> no franchises allowed. That's what it should have been. The no franchise club. That's what that should have been. That's, that, no was, that was my second club. choice. The no franchise yeah. club. <laughs> oh, None sorry. of mine were even on that. Sorry, Sophia. Sorry, Sophia. Yeah, that, I think you were trying to pick it like a community name, Sophia. So it wasn't so much that it was the, it was like the tagline as such. But well done. Thank you for uh, ch- chipping one in there, Sophia. Always. Yeah good thank always you always handy thank you yeah. very very much uh now it's time for my favorite bit of uh of the show which is this week in wrestling history we need a jingle for that lawrence and lee look at wrestling history this week what happened this week this week we do one two and three wrestling things that happened in this week this week wrestling history right now yes wrestling this week in wrestling history, Steve Austin pointed at someone in the crowd and he was not very happy. No, Get that piece of trash out of my ring. Amazing. That was really good. Yeah. Uh, so 23rd of June, 1996, 25 years ago this week, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin won the 1996 King of the Ring tournament and debuted the term Austin 316. Uh, it's a thing of a legend. Um, so check it out it, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen it before if you're a, a fan who's only recently joined uh, the community of wrestling go back and check out Stone Cold Steve Austin winning the talk about your Psalms talk about 316 well Austin 316 said I just kicked your ass yes good evening Colin he says he's watching the football just came on to say congratulations on your new Twitch thing you're going to be loaded yes and we're all going to oh, spend, it on, we're spend it we're going to spend it on on stuff and things it's gonna be amazing and things not just stuff but stuff and stuff things. and things and and other stuff it's gonna be very exciting yeah but that was a great promo wasn't it it's so good and it was really it was amazing organic totally organic that absolutely he probably didn't not plan scripted. free city it was based around jake the snake because jake the snake, was. at the time was like the preacher wasn't he preached jake the snake and he wasn't really living that outside the no room. completely not but amazing that he turned that into millions and millions of dollars on the t-shirt absolutely absolutely and uh the interesting thing about that tournament as well is he did a stunner on someone earlier in the evening and had to he bit a hole in his his, in his mouth really? and you can see it there uh and he went away had it stitched up at the hospital came back and then won the king of the ring against wow. jake the snake i once years ago got into a fight at school uh, you know when you're a kid this is one of the things i got on. i punched a guy this is before you know like you do when you're a child and he bit through his tongue like that he didn't really? win the king of the ring afterwards because i won the fight <laughs> did you have a king 
Oh, that, crown. I, did, I didn't get a crown either. But that's why then that was the inspiration for the Voodoo Vegas song, King Without a Crown. Okay. Uh, so you, you should have had all, a crown. It all comes full circle, Lee. All comes full circle, mate. There we go. So, yeah. How are you using it to get listeners to our... Uh... Yeah. That man, yeah. Amazing. Tri- yes, Triple H was supposed to win that King of the Ring, but, yeah, but, but because of the curtain call, Austin won. Man, wrestling would have been a different sort of world, wouldn't it, if that yeah. was the case? Interesting Austin times. could have just been floating around in mediocrity. And gone back, joined the NWO, Probably. been like, you know, uh, Scott Norton in the NWO, fed up there. Become Random guy. What would have happened to the Fed then? He would have had the rock and like, parallel universe wrestling. Branch, branch realities. When are they bringing out that Marvel... Uh, that thing where if what one if decision, yeah what if, oh, yeah. Uh, soon i think i'm not sure probably towards the end of the year animated but they could have done branch realities maybe this is the reality we're living in right now and then the tva went back and you know stopped austin from not cut, cutting that promo and then yeah oh wow exciting times that's oh, good wow. that program wow <laughs> wow here we go next go. one stone cold steve austin was born um right the <sighs> next one 25th of june 2002 19 years ago uh, Kurt Angle defeated John Cena in Cena's debut match following the Ruthless Aggression uh, promo. This is back on SmackDown. And uh, yeah, Kurt Angle throws out an open challenge. A young John Cena comes to the ring with his little spiky hair and his nice shorts that he was wearing. Mm. And um, yeah, there we go. Not not the, the uh, you can't see it in this picture, but he wasn't wearing the old denim shorts. No he shorts. was wearing the, the Lycra at and he Thanks. pretty much went toe-to-toe with Angle for the whole match. And that previous week, Hogan, uh, Angle made Hogan tap out and beat The Undertaker on SmackDown a few days before. And so mm. Cena went toe-to-toe with Angle, who just built, beat two of the legend, biggest legends ever. So it made it really rose Cena up amazingly, didn't it? I ruthless that was... aggression. And he kicked around a little bit in this kind of ruthless aggression thing. And then the repackaged himself as the rapper and he was a heel. And then yeah. everyone started cheering him and the rest is history. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, yeah, he was known as the prototype back in um, uh, OVW, I believe it was. Pro- was he like a, a cyborg thing as well? Or was that? It? I mean, yeah. that was that was kind of the he wasn't obviously, but that was kind of the the thought behind it. Um, and he had the, this like bleach blonde, spiky hair, but it's it's just yeah, he was proper jacked, as you can see in very that, smooth uh, in that skin there, very smooth. <laughs> We're talking about his lovely tight shorts and he's got very smooth skin <laughs> wow wrestling <laughs> and he's coming back lawrence we get to see it all again well it is we have to decide if he does come back for rest for SummerSlam. we'll see his skin be as smooth as it was in 2002 <laughs> i don't Let's, know Lee. i mean write it down write it down we'll get a picture of him in 2002 and a picture of him like i really i really want to know i mean it's this i can't wait to see cena come back to find out how smooth cena's skin will be in 20 years later Will he sort his hair out? Well, I, I don't want that stupid hair that he's got now. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Where he looks like Ernest Saves Christmas. I quite, I quite like it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. The next one, uh, John Cena. Now, this wasn't going to be our original number three, and we'll no. tell you why in, in just a minute. But uh, this one, it happened 10 years ago today. today. 27th of June, 2011. CM Punk's Pipe Bomb promo uh, on Raw. And, you know... Not only was this kind of a groundbreaking thing for the time, so uh, CM Punk was uh, pissed off at not having the recognition uh, that the other WWF superstars had. He, he was uh, so he decided decided to do a sit-in, grab the 
grabbed the mic. He broke the fourth wall, as he said, by staring straight into the camera. He said hi to Colt Cabana. Um, he had took shots at Vince McMahon, Triple H, Stephanie. Um, and yeah, just really quite an, an entertaining um, entertaining promo for, for CM Punk back then. And something that was a little bit uh something that was a little bit weird for compared to what you used to get on raw around about that time and you know this was kind of the 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 launch of one of the best storylines and one of the best moments in wrestling that i like and everyone says so what's what's your favorite pop in that you've ever heard in professional wrestling yeah and one of my favorite pops is when uh cm punk went up against john cena money in the bank 2011 so they obviously play the, the promo, the build-up to the match. And the whole build-up was that obviously that, that uh, CM Punk was leaving the WWE. His contract was expiring. He was going to leave. And on his last night in the company, he had a championship match against John Cena. And yeah. if he beat John Cena, John he'd be like, right, bye. I'm leaving the company. I've got the belt. See you later. And, um, yeah, the, just the build-up behind that was amazing. Vince wanted John Cena to obviously keep the belt, but John Cena didn't want to accept the help from Vince. And the, so they played the promo in the arena. And then there's this pan shot of the whole like crowd right from the, the very top of the rafters. And then they CM Punk's music hits and the whole place, bearing in mind he's the heel, the bad guy, but it was in Chicago. The whole place went, went bananas. Bananas. Yeah, absolutely. We're talking about bananas again. And then John Cena comes out and uh, gets booed. And then, uh, yeah, Punk wins the championship and disappears off. And it, the belt sat in his fridge for a little while. It did. And then he came back for SummerSlam, didn't he? uh was it SummerSlam? yeah maybe SummerSlam. So it came back far too quickly yeah the return was not um what it should have been no uh, there was no way then he it. won and then kevin nash came in and done some stuff and mm. that was a bit of a bum wasn't it that was not not glorious there yeah uh, the same night fozzy voodoo with vegas and Camden. oh yeah i went to that one so we played in Camden with fozzy that night right wow at the dingwalls which isn't i don't think that's there anymore isn't it is it gone i think so um yeah that was good tour that i remember that i remember parking somewhere really random yeah we played at dingwalls with fozzy and i met mr priceless there yeah and you were there weren't you lee yeah you sold sold a lot of merch that night yeah that's when people bought cds way back when (laughs) man times changed goodness me 10 years ago 10 years so yeah i remember that mr price we i would must not have been um did we not do mos that night then uh probably not unless we pre-recorded it or i don't know what happened okay yeah we must not if you were in london there's no chance i mean i could have a look back in 2012 i'll do it now now. oh yeah it it wouldn't be sunday Sunday. but it would have been sunday it was it was 100 percent sunday i guarantee it was sunday i know it was definitely sunday there was a definite sunday gig i remember that and we played dingwalls and um, that gig was wicked the crowd were well pumped up for that gig we just came back from paris the week before playing with them it was good and i remember everyone went really and watched good. that and everyone went and watched that that night uh that was really cool right yeah. what are we looking for so not 27- that money in the bank Barclays. money in the bank was that night so we did a saturday the- night show 26th right oh did we i oh, know it can't have been it must have been a sunday night no the gig the gig was 100 percent. i'm like rain man and stuff like that They're definitely 100 percent Sunday night that gig yeah no uh no need to say sorry Barclays. it's totally fine so yeah so that was that um wow so that this was on a raw this promo it was 10 years ago tonight and then when money yeah. in the bank when he, he the, the fight the thing when he won the belt yeah yeah and then oh yeah yeah, yeah. sorry yeah yeah sorry i'm thinking i'm thinking sunday night pay-per-view but yeah yeah okay 
So the pay-per-view was Sunday night. And then I remember that. Wow. It was weird, wasn't it? How wow. real do you think that was? Um, I think it was a lot of the emotion was real. I think probably WWE knew that he was going to say something, but maybe gave them a bit of a script to... Uh, or, or you know some some loose guidelines, but you know realistically, go and say what you want, say what you get feel. Get into the bullying thing and then cut you off. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. And then, yeah, if it gets too much, we'll just cut you off and you just act all pissed off. Okay, yeah. But it felt like for so many years, you know, when you when you first started watching wrestling, you think it's real and all that kind of stuff, and then you you realize it's not, and then you get back into you you, know, you start overanalyzing stuff. But this one was the, the the one angle that made me want to dis, uh, suspend disbelief the most because if it was 100% real, it would have been so freaking cool. Just like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to fuck your TV show. Don't care. I'm going to nick the belt. My contract's over. See you later. That's hard to be when wrestling's at its best though, mate, when it's when it's the, the lines of reality and sports entertainment sort of a mix and you're not sure what's real and what's fake. That's when exactly. wrestling's at its best. Yeah, no, I'm with you. He I'm didn't even you. have a match with Kevin Nash, did he? He won the belt and then... No, he won the belt at SummerSlam. He came, SummerSlam happened, didn't it? He came back for SummerSlam against Cena. Both of them had the belt. Oh, they both had belts, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it was a one-night tournament on Raw, wasn't it? Ray won the belt and then mm. Cena won it off Ray. Then it was Cena versus Punk at SummerSlam. And then Kevin Nash came in at the end and powerbomb Punk. And Alberto Del Rio won the belt at that SummerSlam. Crazy. And then Punk never had a match against Kevin Nash. It was really weird. And then it was against Kevin Nash and Triple H in a ladder match, wasn't it? Wow. That money at money tables, lads and chairs that year. Weird. Weird. How cool. How cool was that back then and the stars they had and everything and, and now Well I don't know about Kevin Nash coming back. That was pretty rubbish actually. He was well, like, yeah, You're too old, dot dot hashtag old Kevin Nash, Punk said. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. But it's still, it's Kevin Nash, and he's in WWE. He and came just, back. Dixie just cool. let him leave, didn't he? Didn't she? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Ten well, the whole return of the NWA didn't work out very well, did it? That was years before. <laughs> though, yeah, it was ten years before that. Goodness no, as me. in uh, in um, in TNA. Oh no, the, the band. The band was awful. Yeah, yeah, not good. So there, there we, we go. go. Ten years ago, uh, CM Punk's pipe bomb. Buff. And the the other one that we were gonna have before we realised because we we normally start putting the show plan together a couple of days before the show, uh, we started looking at it and um we did have because something else very very bad happens uh how many years ago it was i forget now um it was the uh chris benoit 15 years situation was it 15 13 years? or 14 yeah 14, 14 years i think it mm. was yeah maybe 2007 yeah the chris benoit thing happened we did um if you look back on our youtube channel there's a whole segment about uh where we were and, and what our thoughts were when the chris benoit situation happened uh when we found out what had, what had gone on and yeah obviously uh originally they thought that chris benoit had uh just you know something had happened he just yeah you because know, we weren't really to that too far uh from the death of eddie guerrero we thought oh he's probably had a heart attack steroids and he's died and then they said hang on his wife and kid are in there as well like, oh my god they must have all been murdered and then like oh god it was him that did all of it um, yeah. I don't know why there's so much talk always about him still, like in debates and things. I can't understand it myself, but yeah, it's just my own personal opinion. I know a lot of people think he's still a great wrestler, but I don't. I mean, he is a great wrestler. He, he always was a great wrestler, but that doesn't excuse no. him as a person. And and you know, someone could be very good at a job, but they could still be a you know twat 
in real life you know yeah so horrendous it's just, uh, mm. yeah, you know it's, it's quite so strange one that isn't it uh, well for me i feel like that's a bit strange there's still a lot of talk all these days years later still about it. i'm understanding it's in old pay-per-views but yeah kind of skip past that can you and stuff um you know really myself it's my well. my own personal uh opinion on all that sort of stuff yeah, you know, don't, can't talk about that really myself, but yeah, I was still Aerosmith. We, yeah, we spoke about our YouTube channel. Yeah, we? we did, we did. Yeah, so yeah, go check it out. It's one of on our the... first YouTube videos, I think. It or was, yeah, not not too far away from that. Yeah, uh, check it out. So. Uh, so there we go. That was this week in wrestling history. All good in the hood. Um, so Lawrence, it is time for us to open up those phone lines. Yes and uh talk to some of our amazing listeners yes so the, the phone lines are now open phone lines are open if anyone wants to phone in call in now it'd be good to have you here i've just posted a link into the chat room and twice. uh twice it's there, right there. <laughs> click on that come and say hello it'd be good to see you as we uh go for these live calls here on the ministry of slam anyone can call in from anywhere in the world just use zoom for free uh you get to and of course while we're waiting for calls lee there will be a lot more content we've got coming out watch alongs and a few other bits and bobs won't we lee Absolutely. We're going to be asking you probably next week to have a look and see what wrestling we've got available to us on YouTube so everyone can be a part of it. And Mm. we're going to do some watch-alongs in the week. TNA and and Impact and um, even WWE have put some, and AEW have put some full pay-per-views available on on, on YouTube. So we want to check that out. And if you want us to do uh, some watch-alongs, we'll be more than happy to do that. Other stuff, probably be doing maybe a Monday show after pay-per-views as well. We'll brief rundown of the the show the night after. But as we uh, indulge in this Twitch Sports Accelerator program, it's gonna be good absolutely and we have our very first call in and uh lawrence guess who it is uh barracles hello hey barracles you right, <laughs> how you doing not too bad not too bad how are you guys doing good thank we're you good. very we're good. good we're busy and we're uh yeah heads full of content and stuff and ideas and branding and, and everything it's been congratulations it's been- on the deal i know that uh it's not easy to get twitch to uh to sponsor you for you've got to be on for either you've got to be popular or well produced or i know it's stunningly quite good looking well you know i'm not even on <laughs> or, camera <laughs> or in a pool or licking plastic ears there's many other things on twitch you can get looked at yeah uh, it's quite <laughs> weird. weird well when the show started i was like oh they've got a we've, they were like, we've got a great interview and i thought they're really putting me over they're really putting me over and then your grand turns up and it was even better than me <laughs> but, we're not interviewing you though, Barclays. You just come and talk talk to us. So. Oh, true, true. I suppose I should have, I should have foreseen that. But I, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm getting put over. This is great. No, <laughs> mate, you don't get put over my granny, mate. Oh. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But uh, but no, appreciate you calling in, Barclays, and congratulations. Your uh, tagline uh, is is going to be our new tagline. So uh, if you drop me a message and let me know what size shirt you want and what shirt uh, and what, which shirt you want from our T Public store, let me know and I will get that order for you. Yes. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, I really appreciate it. I took um, it did take a while to come up with the the number that I, I put out. I'm not quite sure how many it was, but I mean, it's got to been about twenty there. Uh, yeah, somewhere around there. But it was fun. It was a good. It was a good contest. Uh, so thanks. Gave me something yep. to do. No problem. Not that I want to sound like the saddest man in existence, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, what do you think of Helena Sal? Did you watch it? I I didn't really watch it i, I yeah. thought about it and it was the one the first one where i was like you know what head in the cell every year annoys me mm, because because it goes i mean i've i've started going back and watching older stuff yeah like uh the new gen era and and stuff like that coming out of the new gen era into the attitude era yeah yeah and like the build-up to those first two head in the cells of the, the you know 
it's, it's, it's like some they may as well say to you someone's going to die in here yeah absolutely. <laughs> you know, and, and now it's just like yeah there's four matches and they're all in the hell in the cell and none of them mean anything none of them feel dangerous because everyone's in them and everyone's you've kind of done everything you can do with it now i mean i mean you might love the foley undertaker match it's certainly a spectacle but once somebody's done that <laughs> What else can you do? You're kind of like, well, great. Now, if I don't jump off it, <laughs> well, yeah, they did have other stuff for years after that. But yeah, no, it's true. It's true. But that's the height of what you can do. Really, yeah. you, you can't. You can't top that. I certainly wouldn't have it. You know, every like a pay per view dedicated to Hell in a Cell and and like you know more than one match that show. I liked it when they uh, when they did something like The Undertaker and Shane. They build up to it, and there's actually a reason for it. They stick it at WrestleMania because it's special. Yeah. But, and rather than just there's got to be a Hell in a Cell match, who should we put in it? Because the show's called Hell in a Cell. Yeah, exactly. I'm waiting for WWE tag team match and WWE. You know, staff actually done a triple threat. Pay per view, haven't they? So that was going to be a joke. But <laughs> WWE yeah, exhibition match. Yeah, WWE singles contest. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so, what else do you want to talk about, Mr. Barclays? I want to talk AEW? about. I, I, I've, I, I don't want to talk too much about AEW because it was only on last night. Yeah, and good point. Obviously, uh, this, it was a good show. I enjoyed it, but no doubt what's, what's come out of it, we'll talk about it next week. Yes, or, we will. Um, the thing I want to talk about is, is your entire Battle of Britain segment. Oh yeah, go for it. Uh, great segment, uh, podcast listeners, go into the YouTube channel. It's a great match. Uh, there's some tremendous things happening in it. And I just want to talk about the, the world of sports style. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, now, I don't know if either of you two ever went to the International Showdown show that huh. was in, in association with the wrestling channel. Yeah, and FWA. And it took place on the 19th of March, 2005. And funnily enough, Lawrence, this is one of the pay-per-views that they've got available on YouTube that they, we could watch in its entirety. <laughs> right. Okay. Now there was a, there was quite there was a lot of good talent on that on that card. Yeah. But there was also a traditional world of sport three-minute round match right. between Steve Steve Gray and Mal Sanders. Right. Now I'm not quite of the of the of the um, the world of sport era. I hadn't really seen much of it. I'd seen like clips and everything of like Big Daddy and stuff, but sitting down and watching start of that match, nobody knows who either the two people are because the audiences are completely different. Yeah, they're there for like Joe Punk and I think Petey Williams was in a match and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the start of that match, it's just cat calling and jeering, and one of them was called Sanders, so there was a KFC chance. <laughs> right. And in a and in about two minutes, because uh, it was three minute rounds in about. After like the first round, they had that crowd eating out of the palm of their hands. Yeah, and there was yeah. no like you know there was no I'm going to do a three three sixty splash. There was no none of that because these were older men, and it was just hold for hold, what I'd call technical wrestling. You know, yeah. the type Bret Hart was so good at. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, <Hey. laughs> uh, I just just thought I'd bring him up for no reason. That's right, Lawrence. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I just find it really because that really ignited for. Um, for me, like an entire era of British wrestling that I'd never really seen. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd seen like the British Bulldog, who, yeah, obviously a massive star. But mm. before then, I mean, British Bulldog was on uh, World of Sports stuff. Yes, right. he, he was. was like, yeah, yeah. He, start, he started young in World of Sports. He was, I think he was like Big Daddy's tag partner at some point. Wow. Like that. Proper really? skinny at the time as well. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the kind of thing they did with the young kids. They put them on. Yeah. Um, but like, 
in like three minutes, they just had this crowd that were like, I don't care about this match and I don't know anything about these people. Mm. And it was one of the most over things on the show. Yeah. It was amazing. So, so that's the Wrestling Channel uh, International Showdown you can check out on YouTube. And also it's successor Universal Uproar, which was kind of the uh, the sequel paper or sequel event uh, to it. Universal uh, Uproar. Yeah. Masawa was on International um, Showdown. Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. And, oh God. They had a... uh, Joe versus Punk, I believe. Yeah, just wow. after Joe versus Punk too. Yeah, they had Joe yeah. versus Punk was on, on, on did that they show. Have, did they have uh, AJ versus Daniels for the TNA X Division Championship? That yes. might have been on. Up and it was, was insane. It in no, yeah, that was really, exactly. really good. I was like fourth row for that, and I lost my voice about ten minutes into that match. Yeah. So, uh, so when well when when the and release release Barracles, you need to uh, use your diaphragm for chanting for wrestling, and then you won't lose your voice. I can help you with that. Oh, I've I've learned since then. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, excellent. I've let right. shut up. <laughs> nice one, Bericles. Thank you very much for calling in. I appreciate it. Congrats again on uh, on winning the uh, on winning the competition. Get in touch and we'll uh, we'll sort you out. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. No nice worries. One, mate. Right. Have a good week. I'll week, talk mate. to you soon. Bye, mate. Bye, bye, bye. Boff. Backley. There we go. There was Mr. Bericles. We're going to throw out a quick uh, Ask MOS. Now, we didn't stick out on social media this week, but we wanted to give you chat room guys, you people watching live on Twitch, the opportunity to take over Ask MOS this week. So stick it in the chat room. Ask MOS. You can ask us anything. You can ask us anything about wrestling. You can ask us anything about uh, Ask Lawrence questions about his uh, gran. You could ask questions about anything. Yes. Uh, Stick it in the chat room. Just write Ask MOS and then just ask, ask us a question. Nice little way to finish off. We've got five minutes left of our amazing show. And it has been a good one this week. I'm really pleased with it. It's been made me happy. Yeah, it's been very good, mate. Very good. And it's quite good. So uh, we're going to be doing some other things, aren't we, on the show? Yeah, we'll let's talk about that in the meantime. So we've we got other stuff going answers. on. Uh, we're probably going to do some watch-alongs. we do some trivia. I've, I, I'm definitely keen to be doing stuff like the night after the pay-per-view. We're not sure what time it would be. Basically, of course, for this Twitch Sports Accelerator thing, we do need to hit 20 hours of content yeah. a month on the Twitch channel, sports rate, uh, rate uh, under the, the thing of, of sports. Uh, hmm. So uh, we will definitely be doing uh, under the category of sports. Under the thing of sports. Yeah, doing lots of lots of bits and bobs, won't we? Lee? So more uh, probably the night after pay per views. Maybe do a, a stream after that, and we'll be doing a lot of other bits, watch alongs and things like that. I want to uh, do some watch parties. I'm really excited about doing some watch parties. Okay, but we want to make it accessible to everyone. Not everyone can afford the WWE Network. Not everyone can afford the TNA app, and uh, not everyone can afford the Fight TV. So we want to make it accessible. So we're looking for pay per views that are on um on youtube ideally which would be would be great yes um and uh, mr franchise is in the uh, waiting room so let's bring him yeah, on just him for in. a couple of minutes here we are i have admitted him and hello mate how you doing oh no he's just connecting to audio i is the franchise there he is hello, how's mate. it going how you mate doing? Yeah, and um, Crouch Valkyries on the new um, strap line as well, and also as well, um, lo- loving the new news with Twitch as well. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, mate. You need to sign up to Twitch franchise, get in the chat room because watch hours count. Yeah. So you got to do it. Yeah, we'll do. Um, yeah, no, um, I was going to talk about um, WWE live shows. It, it's quite interesting to see that they're coming back to the UK soon. Have they announced that? Have they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're, they're doing three shows, I think. Was it Birmingham, Manchester, London? No. Um, no. London, Glasgow, and right. Cardiff. Oh, okay. Cardiff, that's a good place. London, Glasgow, well, and Cardiff. It looks like it's SmackDown wrestlers coming on, so it might be interesting to see, unless they're going to announce more dates. Yeah. When is that? 
Um, it was, if I remember correctly, it's, um, I think it's in September. Right. Are you going to go? Um, it depends if I'm up, down in that area. Depends what uh, what I've got, what happens with my with work. So I might actually be done. Yeah, it's September twentieth is in London, London. So it's Mister Priceless. Yeah, wow. yeah, but, yeah, you've got SmackDown, but it'd be interesting because if you've got the draft before then, how things could change. So could oh yeah, of course, as well. Different talent. Got, yeah, so that's what I mean because it's a Monday night. You could maybe you never know. They might actually do a film and a SmackDown, or maybe do um because. If it's SmackDown time, I might do SmackDown either on the O2 or the Hydro because they're both two excellent arenas to do um, the shows. I wonder if they'll be full capacity. I guess they're going with the idea that it'll be full capacity, won't they? With restrictions yeah, released on the. With lockdown, hopefully after lockdown, things should be back to normal. So. Interesting. Yeah. That'd be good. Would you? No, so, I had tickets from previously back to last year. Uh, asking me, would you have any rest to come back? Who would you choose? Okay, well, we've got to um, well, ask him. We've got some Ask MOSs. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll I might go to that. that. I might be, I would go to Cardiff because that's a good drive. Go up through Melbourne Abyss and through Bath and Bathampton. Oh, yeah. The, that's a good drive. NX. Yeah, yeah. NX style. We'll go there. I'll maybe go to Cardiff, mate. Cardiff's a great city as well. Wales. Is, I've, I've been there like quite a few times. I went, went there to um, with um, to watch a, a gig in a, in a restaurant. I met an American band there, the Banditos, which was quite nice. Got to hang out with them. They were playing a gig in a restaurant. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever done that, Lawrence? Yes, in France. Okay. <laughs> uh, and they gave us chili. Uh, it was yeah. horrible. Uh, well, when I see you, when I see you, I'll tell you all about it. It's quite, it's quite an intriguing story. So it's quite okay. intriguing story. Be good. But, um, yeah, but no, to be honest, I'll enjoy the NXT as well. Diamond Mind, I think that was quite yeah. good. Um, I think that's like that's one of like. It'd be it'd be interesting to see what's the future for them, but I think it's like at the moment you said with some of the releases. I think the biggest I was surprised to let Bree Zango come because I actually mm. they are entertaining to watch. Right, I if think you, yeah, yeah. No, I know you've but they've got great entrances. It's like one of the the quite funny entrances, but it's interesting to see. But um, but it's like you're saying, like literally with the whole uh, money in the bank there in live crowd. I think it might be an interesting topic you might have in a couple of weeks time. What do you think was one of the best matches from the Thunderdome era? It would be something that I think that you should really talk about. Oh, that's, a, that's a good, that's a good uh, debate there, a franchise. I agree. Yeah, we could put some, uh, put it out to the to the listeners and the, the viewers. Best Thunderdome to, uh, match. That's that's a good one. Well done, franchise. I'm going to give you yeah. eleven points for that one. Nice one. Yeah. <laughs> Martin probably disagree with that, but no, Martin will probably give you points for that. I reckon he'll say <laughs> I'm going to give franchise eight points for that. <laughs> no, I think it'd be quite interesting. I think it's a good debate. That I think it'd be really good because I think it's like as we're getting back now to live shows. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see the crowd. But it's like it's like what you said about Las Vegas. If you, if you get um, because I think WWE are building SummerSlam to be a big show. Like I think mm. probably bigger than WrestleMania was. But I think because you want to have that live crowd back in the thing. But like you say, having John Cena. If John Cena comes back, it'd be interesting. But. The thing is, everyone needs to think out who's going to be in a Money in the Bank in the next couple of weeks because some interesting matches you can build up, like because you're going to have Edge versus. Um, yes, that's the big news. Edge came back on SmackDown. I, I like Edge versus that. Roman Reigns. Uh, that's yeah. uh, who will win if Edge loses to Roman. I mean, oh, uh, what does Edge do? What does Edge do? Unless he gets screwed by someone else. Well, but... you've got um, Seth Rollins because he's still got to get him back for what happened. But to be honest, I think I enjoyed it, but not a lot of people picked up on it. It's his T-shirt. It's like um, if you have you seen his new T-shirt? No, I, try, really I couldn't see what it said. What did it say? 
it said iconolast. It's quite a meaning. It's, if you look in the dictionary, it actually explains the meaning behind it. It's quite intriguing. What does it mean? It, you know what? I, I'll let people look at it because it's no point me saying it because it, like, that gives people a chance to look at the T-shirt and see if they want to buy it. So, A person who attacks or criticises cherished beliefs or institutions or a destroyer of images used in religious worship is an iconoclast. Okay. Wow. That's yeah, that's what I mean. It's quite intriguing. They are rugged individualists, bold thinkers who don't give a hoot what tradition calls for, stemming from the Greek words icon, meaning image, and clastes, meaning breaker, uh, someone who had destroyed religious sculptures and paintings. Interesting. And, and, well, oh, think- and Roman's sort of statue thing is kind of, he's like very statuesque, isn't he? Like, he's getting... Like uh, tribal chief, tribal chief. That's actually really mm. good franchise. Thanks for bringing it to you. Oh, I'm going to give some more points like... for that one, there, mate. You've done well with those points. Seventeen, yeah. so, oh, 17. seventeen points. So you got eleven and seventeen well, now. Well, I think you've all forgotten the biggest news of the week as well. You're going to save them. Oh, okay. Oh, Rick Best butterfly robe was found. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Well, I that... watched that. Yeah, did it, yeah. Because you asked me last week to tell you all about it. So um, literally, it was like. Um, if you see it, like um, they went to this um, hotel, some guy was lowballing them, and then the pod, one of the pod fathers, <laughs> Conrad Thompson, managed to get the rope back for um, Rick Flair and WWE. Well, I know, yeah, I saw that, but uh, 50 grand, which they get it for us all the video, 50 grand, wasn't it? No, it was a, he paid a bit more than that, but yeah, mm. no, that's offered they offered him first. But it so was, um, with Rick Flair, let me get it straight Rick Flair paid for that to be made, didn't he, originally? Yeah. Well, yeah, the thing that annoyed me, that's theft because like, literally whoever took it first took it from the hotel. But no, then wouldn't he have sold it? I bet he sold it. Well, I think they for 10 grand. Yeah, he left it in the hotel and mysteriously went disappeared. Um, a couple of years recently, they found out someone sold it on eBay for 10 grand. Right. Wow. And then this new guy bought this other guy bought it and then he sold it off for like that. So then he's laughing all the way to the bank. Well, it's his own fault. If he leaves a very expensive thing in it, they didn't steal it. He was probably lost property. Oh, that's that Ric Flair's robe. Oh, he left it. It says Nature Boy on the back. Of course, it was Ric yeah. Flair. So they probably contacted him. Ric Flair, your robe, you left it. He's probably like, hey, I'm, I'm on Space Mountain with these women. Because even on that thing, I saw it. I've had a lot of fun times here with all these women he's probably hooked up with on Space Mountain. Uh, you know, it's, it's his own fault. You know, look after your stuff. And he's thinking, shit, yeah. I could have had 50 grand for this robe that I yeah, paid about a thousand pounds to be made. Yeah, it's quite it's quite an iconic part of history. It's like um, for me, finally, it's a bit like um, Indiana Jones when he's um, when he's like one of his quests and he found something iconic. But but it's good. It's back now. But it'd be interesting to see what they're going to do with it because well, they won't do anything with it. Put it in, it, no, put it in the whole museum, like in a, in like in their arc, like they've got an architect, so it's probably artivists are probably like maybe hopefully in the future it'd be like a, a museum WWE museum somewhere are we thinking yeah. that the new Indiana Jones film has anything to do is that what you're saying has anything to do with <laughs> the WWE archives well I don't know it's quite a coincidence it is like, maybe, filmed maybe. In the UK, filmed in the same place where they filmed um, I'm a Celeb so wow maybe, we've spoilers for the new Indiana Jones film it must have something to do with WWE archives Ant and Decker in it there must be well, anyway. you know, they're probably singing England songs anyway, but um, <laughs> yeah, but no, but I think it's, I think it's quite. Intri- I think it's the next. I think like now to money in the bank is quite intriguing. It's going to be in the money in the bank, but I'm I'm thinking that there will be um, Charlotte will win the title at money in the bank. I could see it. 
Okay. Yeah, well, that'd be quite good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll um, I know I know you're like that, but with Drew, but I don't know Drew. I think but not for Drew, but I don't think it's going to be any time soon. I think someone else is going to take that title off Bobby now. So yeah. And I cool. think yeah, that's making a fifth indie movie, Berkeley. So um, yeah. Okay. Well, franchise. Thank you for thank you for phoning in again. Always good to hear from you. Yeah. Um, you've you got some points for both of your points there. I like it. Yeah. Nice one, mate. Thank Martin you very didn't much. want to give him any points there. Martin says he yeah. won't give him any points there, Berkeley. Uh, franchise. Oh. So. Oh, never mind. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> but franchise. Do you want to give Martin any points? Um, three three stars. Three stars. That's it. Wow. Three stars. I mean. Yeah, iconoclast because you know, fuck the tradition of giving points. The franchise is giving stars instead of points. And yeah. what's the other? What was the other point? Oh, yeah, and uh, best match in the Thunderdome. I think those what? points are good. That's good. Great franchise. Yeah. It's good points there. I, I like it. Not only have you made good points, you've earned yourself twenty-six points. Wow! Wow! Amazing. <laughs> nice well, franchise, you guys. See you guys. Well done, mate. Take care, mate. Bye, bye. The franchise, uh, Lee. I'm going to cut to an ident. I need to ask you a question. So this is AJ Styles and the Million Dollar Man. So uh, I'm going to mute your mic a second. Get ready to fly. This is the phenomenal AJ Styles, your TNA World Heavyweight Champion, and you're listening to the Ministry of Slam. Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. And if you want to get your money's worth, if you want your absolute best value for every pound you spend, then you better stay right here with the Ministry of Slam. Because if you don't, I'm going to put the Million Dollar Dream on you and put you right to sleep. <laughs> We're back, Lee. We're back. We're back. Behind That's the scenes stuff. So there we go. I mean, if you ask MOSs as well, Ask MS, what would your finishes be and who would be more? I'd definitely be the heel. Would what I? Re- I reckon you'd be the heel. I reckon you'd be a better heel. I think you're, um, uh, yeah, 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 I would be the heel at the Ministry of Slam. I definitely would. Yeah. But they'd Not like me. I'd be, one of those cool, I'd be one of those cool heels that they like. They'd be like, oh, we like him too much. Yeah. But he's a good he's a good bad guy. Lee's, Lee's just the ultimate nice guy. Oh, thanks. Everybody, oh, uh, everybody loves Lee. He's great. <laughs> But I'll kick him in his knee because I'm a heel. <laughs> Down you go, Lee. You're dead. Just because like Nicole's in the Airbus Arena. <laughs> that's uh, your weak spot, like that thing in that Star Trek What would your finisher be? Um, kick to your knee. Kick to, that's it. If you're okay. the face, I'm the heel. I'm going to kick you in yeah, the knee. Just kick and you're me done in the just knee. like um, Star Trek, The Undiscovered Six, The Undiscovered Country. Yeah. Not all uh, creatures' genitalia is in their middle section. Otherwise, yeah. that's... Remember that bit? From that I film? do, I do. Anyway, um, uh, Sophia, ask MOS if you could have any wrestler come back, who would you choose? Roddy Piper. I mean, I, I, I suppose we've got to define come back. If like we could have any wrestler from the past come back in their prime now, or anyone who isn't in the business come back, I don't know. Or from death. Or from death. Macho Man. All of them. Yeah. They're all too good and they entertain Randy so much. Savage would be great. I'd love to see like um, prime sort of mid-80s Ric Flair turn up in WWE today. That'd be great. Yes. Um, anyone from anywhere or even death. Oh, goodness me. Um, Randy, if I had to pick one, goodness me. Uh, oh, Kogan. Uh, he's not dead. Randy Savage. Uh, but Piper's great too. Oh my God, I can't pick one. But, yeah. um, and there's going to be in my tombstone three stars for franchise and Muzzy says, hey boys. There we go. Hey. Shader and my kick to Lee's knee. And my 
knee kick Lee's kick knee okay be good Lee knee kick the Lee knee kick there we go and uh so there we go there we go some ask MOS's uh it's a bit about the diamond mine we kind of covered that off um as, as well Carlo Riley versus Kushida good match yeah yeah it was actually yeah I saw the highlights of that that's good. Looks wrestling. Good. Looks good. Right, go on then, Lawrence. Um, we're going to finish the show up, but we've got something coming up on uh, this Thursday. That, this Thursday, live on. We will be live on Twitch. The Mystery Round will be live on Twitch, and we had a great streamer. We, oh, why Lee is actually going to come to the house? We're being person, aren't we, Lee? That's going to be scary, isn't it? Like, come so we only need one cam. And one cam, we have to sit next to each other on the cam with the microphone. And this Thursday, as we are right in the middle of the European Football Championships, Euro 2020, we are going to host the Wrestling European Championships here on the channel. So come and join us this Thursday. It's going to be good. Pick, we're going to have wrestlers representing each country uh, from Europe, aren't we? Britain. Uh, I think we have yeah. to pick Regal for Brit for England, actually, because he won that won that fight, didn't he? Drew for true, Scotland. True, yeah. And Wales. Uh, Mason Ryan or Rob Terry? <laughs> Mason, Mason Ryan or Rob Terry. Is there Whoever any other the... good Welsh wrestlers? Don't don't know. Uh, Alistair Black, Cesaro, German wrestlers. There'd be lo- there'd be loads of them. So we have the European Wrestling Championships live on Twitch. Come and join us this Thursday. It's going to be great. It'll be good. So there we go. I don't know what time we're doing yet. Keep an eye eight out o'clock. on the socials. Eight o'clock. Are we live okay, at eight? Good. Yeah, yeah. Sounds be good, good to me. Be good. Walter. Walter. Yeah, Magnus. Uh, but there we go. That is Ministry of Slam for this week. Uh, make sure you follow all of our socials uh, to keep up to date with what we're doing. Lots of exciting stuff coming up soon. And uh, yeah, what else have you got to say? It's great. Thank you, everyone, for helping us. And we just this Twitch sports thing starts on Ju- on July first, which is Thursday. So we've got lots of stuff going on there. But um, it's great times to be here. Thank you, everyone, for supporting Ministry of Slam. It's always great. Please remember, if you are live, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Thank you for the five star review as well. We got some more five star reviews this yes, week we on have. Apple Podcast. That was fantastic. Thank you, everyone, for all the support you guys give us. It's really, really cool, and the show's growing, and we're connecting with more and more people as much as we can. And um, it's been a great journey. And we're having a great time doing it, which is the main thing. We enjoy making we all sure this content. Are. And I think it's just great that you guys all uh, took your time to spend Sunday with us. And anyone who downloads it, the podcast through the week, it's great. Thank you, everybody. Thank you to my granny as well. The greatest interview oh, we've yeah. ever had on Ministry Slam. Being live on Ministry Slam this week, we were pre-recorded live. But that was great. I sort of sprung it on her. Granny, do you want to be on Ministry Slam? She was like, yes. It was really good. No, you don't take part, Muzzy, this Thursday. It's a sort of a watch thing. We'll simulate it live. So we, we won't pre-record it. it be a live thing. We sort of simulate. It'd be really cool to find out who is the European wrestling champion. In a, in a tournament that we'll hold so please do come and join us this thursday eight o'clock lots more stuff coming up watch alongs and lots of other cool stuff won't it lee we've got loads of good stuff coming up uh as yeah. we continue this twitch sports partnership type thing it's going to be good isn't it lee it um, is, it is. i'm talk, looking forward to all that and uh, thank you everybody um that's been another ministry of slam and uh we'll see you on the flip-flop hey yeah absolutely thanks everyone uh follow us on all the socials to keep up to date with our stuff and we'll see you on thursday see you on thursday live and uh lots of what's other stuff isn't it tuesday arena and wednesday cross the line so that's it yeah More stuff. cross the line coming back yeah awesome <laughs> bye bye guys bye, bye.